All right, so this guy, Edwin, texts us on Friday right before game four yeah. of the finals. That guy? Yeah, that guy. What do you say? And he legitimately has the hottest of takes, unsolicited, by the way, because mm-hmm. this is what he does. When we're not doing the show, he's still doing the show. So he sends a message <laughs> to us saying that LeBron is the best of all time, uh-huh. but only if he wins tonight. You can't get swept in the finals and be the best of all time. Uh, no, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. That's... I said to be in the GOAT talk, which is, you know, we all, at least you I already, think Which you already, which is, you, which you already gave to him. I'm saying he's about to get kicked out of the GOAT talk if all he right. gets swept in you, the finals. You knock him off your pedestal. Yeah, you can't be is, in the uh, GOAT talk and get swept in the finals this late in your career. I gave him a pass with that first one. That's but this pr- one. That's exactly what, what uh, Hipsterig just said. Yeah, the problem is that you're in Skip Bayless territory. Because Skip Bayless, and this happened before game three, okay? So on the seventh, uh-huh. he tweets out, I still have Warriors in seven, but tonight I have LeBron 102-98. He was, apparently he's clairvoyant, and he can even tell you the final score of the match. So 102-98. If he's still the best, this, I'm still quoting him, if he's still the best player on the planet, he will lead his team to victory. Which is, of course, super Skip Bayless because that's what he does. He's just, he's more than transparent at this point. He's just being flippant. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, that's Edwin in a nutshell, dude. It's, come on. When you're in that territory, that's basically what you had going on. It's like, okay, LeBron's the go, but not if he can't, because you can't at all provide any perspective or take it into a case by case basis. You just have to speak in absolutes, which is like, win or else. That's yeah, it. That's- I Don't mean, consider anything. You, you, you can't be... Bro. You can't be... <laughs> if he's go the GOAT to you, swept, he can't man. get swept? You can't be GOAT and get swept. And then you have years. to actually feed the fire, fuel his shit by saying like, <laughs> oh, even Iverson won one. Exactly. You know? Come yeah. on, man. That get was a good point. That was a really because good point. That was yeah. not a good point. That yeah. Lakers team was not what this Warriors team is. Was, you got to be kidding me. Anyways. You guys are ridiculous. You're and, exhausting, And that was dude. not the tone of voice that I used, first of all. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The inflection on the, t- on the messages while you were typing. Well, I, I did yeah, tweet exactly. out. Cavs well, that's win. because anybody who is willing to accept the argument that Jordan is still the best of all time is an ally to you. Of course. Yeah. Because yeah. he is. And at the time, Edwin was. But, I mean, consider the source. What? Consider your it's backup source, here, bro. Man. Edwin is not on my team that Jordan is the best I of know, all time. I know. But for a second there, he was. Which is why you left at the at yeah, the opportunity. Yeah. For a second there, he's like, oh, okay, great. We're yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Let's do this. Let's talk. piggyback. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, man. Edwin is just exhausting when it comes to this stuff, man. Yes, I just want to end this. It is just so hot takey all the time. Because fucking Edwin and and Money Manny are always ganging up on me on that. I just think you have the you wrong know perspective how I feel. all the time. I feel, I feel like it's a stupid argument, but I, I, I am of the opinion that LeBron is... I know you are. But, you know, I, I, I'm not willing to yes. argue about I think, it. I think exactly. Gus always has the wrong perspective. What? I just think you're always wrong. Yeah, uh, oh, of course you do. But it's just like no, it's not that you think no, I'm always wrong. Battling it out with this guy. It's not that he thinks I'm always wrong. It's that he thinks he's always right. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely it. But that's, that's what I'm saying. He's just like he's. After a conversation with Edwin, like I'm, I'm doing the show and then I'm not doing the show, but I'm always doing the show. Oh, yeah. And it's like, bro, fuck. Like I'm exhausted. I, I'm just like I'm gonna hit the showers. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm just I'm gonna hit the showers. Cavs and seven. No, I'm I'm gonna hit the Cavs and seven. Guys, guys, join join me in the showers. Let's just go. What? what? Wait, Don't worry about wow, it. Wow, that just took a weird turn. Don't worry. That's why I feel about that. Cavs and seven. Moaning that. Still got a chance. You're holding that? We got him right where you want. The problem is you need, you need consequences. You understand? What? Consequences? You need consequences for your what? actions. What? 
You can't just say shit like this. Just Cavs in seven or whatever, just for the hell of it. I said that on June 1st. I tweeted it out. Cavs in seven. From our Twitter account. So I own that comment. So you're saying tonight's a must win. Well, tonight's <laughs> it's a must win. <laughs> it's a must win, yeah. So I own that comment. You own that. You did. You know. I got faith. This is but why we don't let you tweet. I was on the... Yeah, I got to change that password. I was... <laughs> I got to change that password, bro. Because uh, every now and then we got a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has conversations with himself. It's like, whatever. Hey. But... I'm just saying... You, know, you got to go out there and take some chances. I think no. I tweeted some other my, stuff that day. My too. favorite, my favorite one is that Edwin posted something as Lemon City Live, yep, yep. and then he answered it as Edwin. <laughs> but don't be giving out our secrets, bro. We got to anyway, get Edwin out there. He's like, wait, yeah. get who out there? It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, tell the people who we are. Fucking <laughs> Tyler Durden over here. But <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking schizophrenic. <laughs> bro, this guy's out of control. Don't be giving out our secrets, bro. All right, <laughs> today. It's June 12, 2017. Monday, June 12, 2017. And we are back at a familiar place. For, uh, we're back in Studio G605. Yeah. For Lemon City Live. Yeah. I am. Hip, 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 You are. Fresh. Giggity. Oh, that's an old one. And you are. Giggity. <laughs> yeah. I actually say it. That's just a sound. That Producer actually... okay. Fun Gus. All right. So coming up on today's show. Professional. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you guys want to get right to it or what? Huh? Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right. What are we doing? Yeah. Tell people Good talk. what we're doing. Coming up on today's show, we're going to discuss a little bit of soccer. If you watched over the weekend, uh, some international soccer was taking place. Mm-hmm. A lot of World Club qualifiers. Also, our Miami FC took the pitch. In the pitch. Hmm? In? In uh, Jacksonville. No. No, it was the Canada. That was oh, the yeah, week that before. Oh, yeah. before that. <laughs> That's correct. True that. True that. My bad. Uh, the MLB is still going on. We're now past Memorial Weekend, the quarter pole of the season. So we'll talk about a few things. And, uh, of course, the tennis French Open took place. So we'll get to all of these things. But we begin with the NBA Finals because they've been. I I, I, I hear they're pretty good. Hashtag lit. I haven't watched the most of it, though. (laughs) Not really been hashtag lit. Hashtag lit, bro. I don't think so. so. I'll be honest with you. I watched game one a little bit. Mm -hmm. Saw how nasty that was. And I was like, well. Then I tuned in a little bit for game two, and then I stopped watching. Well, last so in last game, week's show, I, I, I saw the last game, the, the win game by four? Yeah, the win game by four. the Cavs, and that's so selective for for Edwin. <laughs> okay, uh, now, in to let the viewers know, as soon as we're done recording here, Gus has to fly all the way to the West Coast because he's going to be at Oracle. Arena That's right, tonight. he's going to be at Oracle Arena tonight. He's yep. got tickets for the Bow Wow Challenge. But to, uh, <laughs> what we actually have going on is that last week, the show that we recorded without Edwin, the non-soccer show. show, by the way. Totally, totally, totally. <laughs> Anytime we get to record without anyone. So I don't even know why we bother. But it was just you and I, and yes. we had just watched game two of the finals. We did. Which was another thorough spanking of, uh, of LeBron's b- behind. Such a spanking. And the Cavaliers. And game two, that was at Oracle, and it was just the second straight blowout. They totally pulled away. Mm-hmm. And we were, you know, we were totally convinced that the Warriors were going to dominate this series. Yes. So then Game 3 comes around and Skip Bayless and Edwin have their predictions about what needs to happen in Game 3. <laughs> and we eventually get to the fact that it was a close game. And in fact, Cleveland was uh, winning down the stretch. Mm-hmm. But Durant tears everybody's fucking hearts out. Oh, yeah. We all saw it. Yeah, right? they go on an 11-0 run to win the game. Right. Game 3, yeah. While everybody else was exhausted because they had played, you know, in a 48-minute game, they played 54 minutes. So do, you think, do you really think there's anybody outside of Cleveland right now going, you know what? 
We lost on an 11 0 run. The series should be 2 2. But we're still, that they're still really that confident? Because you can make that argument know, that. Yeah, you but blew like, welcome the game, to sports. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, you know, all the Cleveland fans are like, man, we blew game three. We should have won that. It yeah. was just a fluke. And then they won game, you know, four. They're like, the series should be 2-2, not 3-1. I mean, look. Is there anybody really outside of Cleveland that really thinks that's the case? Even you got, even us here? Like, I don't know, everything, I mean, like, do you really? I'm sure there are Cleveland fans that feel oh, that everybody way. Everybody in yeah. Cleveland, that's what they're thinking. You know what I'm saying? But everybody else has been watching the series, and they know, bro. Yeah, bro. because I mean, the Warriors won, won games one and two so convincingly. And not I, only I, that, not only that, uh, game four that the Warriors lost, did you ever feel like no? They weren't they in it. Weren't, no, absolutely yeah. not. They, yeah. at, at, at any at any point, even though they even late in the fourth wire. quarter, uh-huh. the br- yeah. uh, the Browns. At any point, <laughs> I'm like, they're just a, a a Warriors 45 seconds away. Yeah, you know, like yeah, the, the, that typical Warriors 45 seconds away from being overwhelming and being right back in the shit. I tell you, the Cavs, they were. Uh, Besides, Mama Durant was there. And they, she's the real MVP. No, that's true. <laughs> you know, they so Cavs won wire to wire that game. They led from the yeah. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They they never absolutely. trailed, and you mm-hmm. still felt that way. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Even when they were down by like a humongous amount. I don't know. It's it. I, I one thing I did think about while I was watching that game was, um, and when I was watching, I think it was game one or two, the, one of the first couple of games that I watched. They, I've never had that feeling. Even with LeBron in his prime when he played with us, I still think that's prime LeBron. Um, yeah, well, it for is sure. Even LeBron in his prime, way or even me that I can go back to to remembering Jordan in his very good days. Mm-hmm. Dude, when Steph Curry is hot, like. That's the guy that to me just like oh god just I, I just don't let him shoot. It feels yeah. like anywhere he yeah. shoots or just yeah. throws the ball up, and you, then you see it. It's just like he just throws it from like thirty feet, no big deal. He makes it, no big yeah. deal. Just casually strolling back. I've I've never had that feeling from anybody. And he doesn't even have to square up or no, anything. No, he's just dude. He's like dribbling, it, bro. dribbling, running, like I thought while he was he's running, it. throws it up, and it's yeah. I thought like, it was an alley oop, and then it just see, goes the problem in. with Steph Curry is that his game is so deadly. This this that's goes the back. word. I think that's the, that's what I, maybe that's a good I word just, to describe what I'm looking for. It, here. It's it it's ridiculous. It, the guy changes the game, but it rips your fucking heart out. Yeah, is what it does because you used to give guys room to shoot. Not only can you not give Steph Curry room to shoot, but you can't just hover around the three point line. Yeah. like if he's, he's past half court, right you gotta you. guard him. He'll you gotta get him. And, he'll double dribble and get by you, but it's still. Yeah. it's a pro- yeah, and he's got the handles to do it yeah. to make you pay for it. So uh, this this probably goes back to the argument that I have. Between like you know this whole uh, the clutch gene and everything like that, uh-huh. I I've never God man I, I just I don't want to turn this into a whole thing. But the reason that I think LeBron James might be the greatest of all time is because he's the most well-rounded player that I've ever seen. Uh-huh. He does so many great things, so uh, so at such an excellent level. Uh-huh. He won the genetic lottery. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. The guy's a freak. He's got yeah. the size and the agility to do it all. Yeah. But apart from that, he just he does everything. To me, he's that decathlon athlete that can just do everything. Plus, he's not the best at any particular trait. He's not the best rebounder in the league. He's not the best shooter in the league. He might be the best, like... But he's one of the maybe. best. That's correct. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. So he's a jack-of-all-trades. And to yeah, me, that's... Jack of- <laughs> and to me, that's valuable. Is that funny? Jack of all trades. That's what he's laughing about. <laughs> Sorry, I definitely said Jack of all trades. Sounded like off. But go on. <laughs> all right. So we're you know yeah, we're doing the show with a pubescent twelve year old. Whatever, bro. You didn't have me last week. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, those were happier days. <laughs> those are, if only somebody had let us know. Sorry. Gus, those were better days. So to me, that's what that's the thing. And when it comes to Steph Curry, for example, I think the 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 argument is not really fair. 
when it comes to, well, who's the best shooter? Because when you think about LeBron, well, what's the thing that he does best? If we're talking about sinking a three to win the game, who do you want? You want Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. You don't want LeBron. But LeBron is the better player when we're talking about all-time status. So it just I can, I can look at these things individually and then formulate my argument. So that's the thing about Steph Curry that makes him so deadly. It's he does the, the things that he does so well are the things that really make you pay. Three-pointers are better than twos. Simple math, right? Yeah. Um, at the end of games, he can expand the floor. So when defenses shut down to take away the easy shots, and take away the driving lanes, yeah, Steph Curry can make you pay from three because he's just as accurate there as some guys are from the post. That's the problem. That's what makes him so deadly and so, you know, fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, that's the thing. That's just that's that's like the one recurring thing I get. And I'm like, when I watch the play against the Heat this season, it's just like, oh, just just don't let him get the ball. Just don't yeah. let him get the ball. Don't when he was up against Hassan Whiteside yeah, in that game. Yeah, man, he's just, God, it, that's, yeah. I don't remember feeling like that with, with Jordan. I remember watching Jordan take on the Heat and, and, and seeing him in his, in his prime, and just it feels like this guy's limitless when it comes to shooting, and it's just yep. deadly, you yeah, know what I mean? That's the problem. But yeah. I have noticed, though, he's either on or he's very off. Like, this last game, what do you have, like, 14 points? This guy, the last game, you know... I think it was, like, 3 for 11. He was a little... He was a little... 2 for 11 or something. Yeah, he, like he was just... He was off. Yeah. But he seemed... Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say lackluster. I'm never going to accuse the guy of, you know, the they effort got, because they got or whatever. Because they four weapons. They, that's the problem. It's, yeah. it's rotating. It's like, all right, it's Durant's turn right now to, to heat you up. You know, that's the just... other thing. Like, Clay Thompson reeks of the guy who will eventually get tired of this. To me, yeah. like, the guy who was like, all right, there's only one fucking basketball, and I'm fourth in the pecking order here. Yeah. Like, eventually, I, I want to go somewhere, and I want to be a star. Especially yeah. because he's not going to get the most money he can make here. Wait, he's they fourth? Have, they have to spread it. You got him fourth in the pecking yes, order? Yes, dude, after Draymond Green. When you're talking about importance to the team, Draymond oh, okay, Green. Okay. Is, I thought it, I thought you meant like on offense. Oh no, not just shooter. No, yeah, I understand it on offense. Yeah. yeah. But importance to the team, Draymond Green a lot more important right now than Clay Thompson. Yeah. Don't Steph Curry look like still look like a little brother? I saw some pictures of him when he won that first championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, just, he just looks like this. Like, like, that was only two years ago. I know, but he, he looks like he's faking it out. He faking it out with that beard. Yeah, the beard's helping. I think the beard's helping a lot. He's faking it though. I think the the beard looks like he shaved his armpits and pasted it on his face. Yeah, but still, it, he doesn't bit. look like he's walking out of the high school gym right now. In that first championship, Maybe. looked like yeah. he was strolling right out of you know. Still cute as hell, though. Still cute as hell. Oh yeah, so cute. I saw a video today of when he was at Davidson. Yeah. And he oh. was balling, and LeBron was in the stands watching. Watching him, yeah. And he was going crazy so over what Steph Curry was but doing. But the thing is, like, he had that little buzz cut, yeah. and then he had zero facial hair, yeah. and the oversized clothes don't help. Because it looked yeah. like he borrowed his big brother's clothes, you know? Yep. It just, whatever. And he was, but, like, half the size that he is now, which is saying something. I'm more well, interested in this. But he's still a short guy. I mean, I mean like, yeah, skinny-wise. Yeah, well, relatively, yeah. when we're talking about the NBA. But yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he's a little guy when it comes Dude. to... That's the problem. That's that's the one thing you can't make up for. That's the I get. I think that's why I pissed I was me off so much too when he plays, that he's like making all this stuff. I'm like, man, I could beat that guy. You know? <laughs> he's a little like, guy and he makes it happen. Like, man. You know like, that infuriates you see LeBron me. And you're like, nah, I got no chance. That, that part monster. of James Harden's game infuriates me. He looks so slow yeah. driving into the lane, but somehow he's euro stepping over everybody and still yeah. getting end ones and making the basket. Yeah. It's infuriating. Seriously, how can you not get in front of that guy? I don't get it, man. I, I honestly like I, I watch him yeah. play and I'm like, what, what is it that's so elusive about this guy? You know, yeah. watching him play is like watching the game in slow motion to me. I remember feeling that way about yeah. Arian Foster. He was very, very patient and he was never a burner, yeah. but he would just wait behind the line. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's got six yards at least. Yeah. I don't you know, know? I, I, weird. You know, you know who cracks me up? That guy who does the the basketball impersonations, and he does the, yeah, the yeah, hardened yeah. one I where he just does guy. the euro step, and he's like just walking with the ball for like twenty seven yards yeah. around the court. Oh, that's the other thing. The never gets much. called. Never, never gets called. Never, 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 you know that guy played pro in Europe. Oh yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Mm, Funny. Yeah. All right. So this this to me is a more interesting argument. Friends of Beasley. 
Are you guys Michael Beasley? <laughs> yeah. well, no, Beasley. No, no, China. China, China, China. Europe, China. Maybe he's friends with Darren Williams. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, God, bro, that guy's awful. Oh, that guy's bro, just... fall from grace. Whoa. I remember the time when I was having the legitimate argument if it was him or, or Chris Paul. Yeah. Right off of like, you know, I felt bad for him when he went to the Nets yeah. because I was like, man, this, this guy is an, a great player. And now he's forced to be in that stupid-ass organization. Mm-hmm. That is, bro. And he's wow. Just, dude, he's a shell. He's nothing. Yeah, man. I think I could guard him when I could guard Steph. Uh, well, you know? I just, yeah, I you mean the two-time, first-time, sure. unanimous MVP? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Dar- I got a better wins. chance against him, but still, you, though, you know? Like, Your endurance might be just the same as Darren yeah, Williams. You know? He's a fat boy. Exactly. <laughs> so know, that's why I can relate. You know, like hey. now, <laughs> are you guys of the conspiracy theory? Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm. I'm all down for conspiracy theories all the time. You guys, sometimes if it's fun, I like but, to. I like to at least hear them out. Yeah, I mean, what the side. fuck was going on in Game Four? Oh, the refs. Because between the foul calls, yeah. between Steph Curry just seemingly lackluster in the entire game. The Draymond Green fiasco, yeah. Oh, yeah. where they called two technicals, but not really. Yeah. And then it was on, on Steve Kerr, but the entire fucking scorer's table had it on Draymond Green in the first half, but not really. And then but, you know what the funny? fuck was going on in this when game? When they originally called that, that first tech, yeah. the, the, on TV, they said it was on Steve, Kerr, on Steve Kerr. No, on TV, it was Draymond Green right next to Steve Kerr. Because if mm-hmm. you remember, that first technical yeah. was off of the bow, right off of the jump ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the bow to Iman Shumpert right off of the uh, the jump ball. Yeah, and but, but um, Draymond Green didn't react in any way after that was called. It was no, he did. It was Steve Kerr he that did came because, running off the no, bench. No. Draymond Green thought that the foul was on Iman Shumpert because he locked him up. Man, Steve and then when they realized that they had called the technical foul over the bow, Draymond Green freaked out and he started doing this thing where he flailed his arms and turning mm-hmm. around, looking like what the fuck happened. And Steve Kerr was just a surprise, so he came running off the bench. Now they were right next to each other, Steve Kerr and Draymond Green. When the ref does the T sign, but the, you, if you watch the video, the ref is clearly doing it to Steve Kerr. I don't hold know on, that he's on, clearly on, doing on. it to anyone because the entire scorers table tell says how I saw it, the entire scorers table says that they were informed by the refs that the technical was on no, Draymond Green, Look, man, which was the whole confusion. Part. I think the big takeaway here, mm-hmm. first off, is how you say how we just call it the bow now. I like that. Elbows. I'm all for it. The bow. Totally for it. Just the bow. Throwing yeah. bows. Throwing no, bows, no, man. No, you, you you refer to it as the bow. Couple of times, I like that little singular, just one, you know, just yeah. one flail. I just think and like two, one, why, why, one why syllable, is, one syllable just yeah. works better. You know, way better, way better. Ludicrous. That's yeah. what you do. You throw bows. Yeah. That's right. Now, but what is Steve Kerr doing, running like, around and getting our test to Jake Harden? Isn't he like you know, bows. got the back issues and stuff like that? It shouldn't. I he... mean, he's healthy now. That's why he's on the sidelines. But is he back up to hundred percent? I mean. Okay, I, I have no around? idea because I'm not his chiropractor. I'm just saying that seems pretty extraneous. That seems extraneous for a guy who you know. For coach. Coaches don't do much. And this guy's totally. running up and down. And well, like, I'm going to make a phone call because phone you're call. concerned about him. So maybe yeah. he's got like a doctor's note. Gus, put, but, that, put, up, put it on the memo. All right. Yeah, we're put it on the memo. We're going to find out about that. We're going to tweet at Steve Kerr. Yeah. Just do it. You want to do it? I can yeah. do it. Last time I tweeted that out during the show and you saw how successful we were. We're I've been on away. the record saying that Steve Kerr should petition the league to just put lazy boys on his sideline. Yeah. That guy, like this team's on cruise control, bro. Just chillax. For real. Just be cool. You know? Just be cool. Anyway. So that whole fiasco. Now, I'm not of the conspiracy theory mind, but I do believe in the home court advantage. Yeah. And I do believe in maybe, maybe, and this has been said. I remember uh, Stan Van Gundy once. I heard Stan Van Gundy once on uh-huh. the Dan Levitard show. And he was talking about the fact that it was a known thing that the league came down on Yao Ming for this one specific move. And for the life of me, I should remember, but I can't. For the life of me, I can't remember exactly what the move was. Uh-huh. I just wasn't as big an NBA fan back in those days. But it was a move that Yao Ming had specifically 
that the league started cracking down on, and it single-handedly changed a series in the playoffs for the Rockets, where it was like, okay, all of a sudden, that's now getting called. And Yao Ming could no longer do that. Okay. So while the NBA, I don't believe, actually chooses, okay, we're going to try to get Cleveland to win or whatever, they do have certain things that sway the series. And yeah. certain things come down on the refereeing uh, group. The thing is that where, they, tell, they tell refs before uh, games, look out for such and such things. Yeah, which is, I mean, that's the Phil Jackson move. That's the Greg Popovich move. The, you do these things. But even the NBA does that. Like, the league tells refs, look out for such and such things because it's not getting called. Bro, it just seemed like those guys. Now, don't get me wrong. The Cavaliers were on fire in game four. Oh, yeah, they Which were. goes back to your argument. This mm. is why it's an asinine. But, by the way, I just tweeted at Coach. We'll get an answer soon. <laughs> Okay, cool. Just cool, ask cool. him if he's got a doctor. Well, Steve Kerr is a big fan of the show, so he's going to get back yeah. to us. He might call in. Yeah. So, Gus, uh, man, the, the, man the phones. Yeah, man the phones. Yeah, yeah. Keep the line open. Nobody call in right now. Yeah. So, he, he tells me. Trying to keep a straight face. This guy actually has the fucking audacity to say that he's going to knock LeBron down, even though LeBron has been sensational throughout the first three games of the series. Yeah. The only thing you can possibly knock him down on is the fact that for the last two minutes of game two, of game three, I'm sorry, where mm-hmm. they almost had that win, he was not great. He had that block shot by Iguodala in the, in the last minute. Yeah. Um, Deferring again. Yeah. He, he, he had like... Um, Let me tell you, bro. He passed the ball to Kyle Korver, which I thought was the right play. Yeah. When he, uh, sh- uh, he uh, swung it out to Kyle Korver, but Kyle Korver has sucked. Let me I tell just, you. Let yeah, me go tell ahead. You. I'm hey, sorry. This is the white Ray Allen. Not really. Not good. If Michael Jordan had that lead late in a finals game, oh boy. he would have okay. won that game. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. You're right. You're right. That's the problem. That's the problem with with doing these things. There's precedence. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. Because Michael Jordan has won six finals. And anytime he had a lead late in the game, he won the game. And uh, Michael Jordan has also never been to eight finals. Michael Jordan has also, uh, LeBron also has won three finals. My point is, that's not a thing. You can't put these guys in the exact same scenario. I know. I just like fucking with that. I fucking hate this shit (laughs) where people start doing this stuff. Oh, like Michael Jordan wouldn't have done this or you don't know. Michael Jordan was never up against Kevin Durant while he was going fucking nuts in the last minute of that game. My point is... He was up against Carl Malone and other Hall of Famers. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> so, I think I saw, what is it? Uh, Jordan, oh man, what was the number? I think I read Jordan played against nine Hall of Famers in the finals. Okay. And they said that when it's all said and done, mm-hmm. that LeBron should have faced more. Yeah, for sure. But... But then again, you also got to look at how Sing many guys... Think about this team right here, man. But, yeah, but... Team yeah. I have four. But you got to also look at how many guys did Jordan get through in the playoffs to Just get on to the, the finals, too. I mean, there was some, you know, those Knicks teams that were good. The Pistons team yeah. were good. Yeah. You know, he didn't play them in the finals, but they, you know, they were still Hall of Famers. So, I don't know. I, but I thought that was a pretty uh, interesting number in the finals. It's not like LeBron hasn't gone through a share of guys. But whatever. I'm not interested in doing that conversation. You know what? Here's the conversation I am interested in. Uh, before, interested before, we in into that, before we get into that, at, at the end of LeBron's career... I'm going to be kind of upset that we never got to see LeBron versus Wade in their prime in a playoff game. The one that is right. more apparent to people was LeBron versus Kobe. That's the one, yeah. I never cared for that Wade. That was the one that was no, more I, apparent I really to people. I really wanted to see LeBron versus Wade in their prime. Well, they were both in the East always. Yeah. But the LeBron yeah, versus no, Kobe, we thought we were though. absolutely getting. Yeah, but and still, the one time they made it to the, the Cavaliers was, made it to the finals in 2007. It's I not maintain. LeBron's fault, by the way. Yeah, you guys yeah. know how I feel about this shit. Of course. The guy is amazing, and the fact that he does whatever he does, is amazing enough. Yeah, yeah. You can't. But I maintain that if Wade hadn't injured his shoulder against Battier, remember yeah. that? That yeah, was 2007, mm-hmm. the year right after the Heat won their, their uh, first final. Yeah. 
I think that he would have made it to the finals again, and LeBron wouldn't have made it to the Perhaps. finals that season. Perhaps I don't know. But then again, I'm, I'm really like, not too bummed people out were really surprised one. in 2006 that the Heat were able to win that series. Yeah, because the Mavericks were up. the Mavericks were the better team that year. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Wade, I mean, Wade dude, went Wade went yeah, all time. Nuts. He won. He won all time. And he, Wade became Wade in that series. Yeah, and yeah. and he and his career then, continued in 2006. There. Right then, at that moment, yeah. he was probably the best player in the NBA. At yes. that moment. At that yes. moment. Yeah, yeah, man. At and that I, one I singular moment, if he was Wade, probably the best player in the NBA. If Wade it's hadn't like, injured his shoulder... I can't say he would have been the best player in the NBA. Dude. Yeah, He was dude. the best player in the finals, for sure, but not the best yeah. player in the NBA, because he didn't... Kobe? Because LeBron? Yeah, because... No, not LeBron. It was at that time, that was Kobe's team, man. Remember, Kobe went on the run right after that and won, what, two, two more finals right after that, and he two, was yeah. easily the no, best player. No, but Kobe, right then, yeah. right then was the middle of Kobe being McBitch Kobe. Okay, like, but, get me out of Laker blue and gold Kobe. Get me out of, uh, you know, Phil Jackson, Kobe. You know, yeah, before maybe, he started bitching and then got Pau Gasol and, and dude, all I just his... don't think... I don't think Wade was I think, the best I, I in think the NBA. At, I, I think, think Wade had a great finals. I thought, finals he, I thought he, he was really great, good then. Yeah, he had a great finals. He was the best in the finals, but he, he had a good season. But that season, there was other guys that were We're going better. off on a tangent. Yeah. Here's what I'm saying. Oh, your fault. Much like my uh, problems oh. with you, considering that Tom Brady <laughs> is the best of all time and having such a, a tunnel-visioned... Uh, even though I, I believe that Tom Brady might be the greatest quarterback of all time, you are very tunnel-visioned when it comes to results. I think that for you, absolutes matter, and I, I don't think it should be that way. I think that you should take it on case-by-case consideration. For example, the fact that he was able to win against the Seahawks while he was sitting on the sidelines, to you, that's just one more ring for Brady, so it strengthens your argument, which to me, he, didn't, he did nothing. Yeah, he did nothing at the end of that game. He had no outcome in the result. Kind of like Cristiano he, Ronaldo in the final of the Euro Cup. Uh, okay, we're not going yeah, to like <laughs> we're not gonna get to your personal vendettas. We're not going to get to your personal vendettas because apparently I'm the only one here who can be objective. <laughs> objective but, here. Yeah, right. You're like, you want to discredit that Brady did nothing that whole game and it just somehow no, I don't. I don't want to discredit that. Yeah. But my point is he would have been great regardless of whether he won the ring or not. To you, that's an argument because, oh, now he has five rings. Now he's the best of all time. Now, no, or four well, at that time. Well, here's what I'll say to that is that did you see what LeBron was talking about this week on some barbershop thing? Did you hear about that? No. Did you see that? So he was in a barbershop. Oh, I, I don't know that. if it was a TV show or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. With, with Draymond. Yeah. and then, I saw uh, the commercial with Draymond. Well, anyway, they were, he was talking about best athlete of all time. And he was saying that, that uh, as much as Brady's the best quarterback of all time. Caitlyn Jenner for sure, right? He said, yeah. And uh, what? <laughs> he said, no. That, Wait, bro, no. that guy was on the Wheaties. Well, when, when it was. He said that no NFL player. It was Bruce. No he was NFL, on the Wheaties box. No NFL player could. Play. She has her own show, honey. <laughs> yeah, she still got her own show. Ooh. I have no fucking idea. Who? What are you guys talking about, bro? Caitlyn Jenner has her own show, honey. But Bruce Jenner was on a Wheaties box. Oh. Anyways, um, uh-huh. <laughs> this guy. I'm losing my train of thought. What did he say? Oh, he said that no NFL guy could win uh, best athlete. No NFL guy. No NFL guy because LeBron said say, because they only play half the game. Yes. Because they oh, man, I, offense I saw plays offense. Well, not if you're Ty Law. Defense, but still not not the same. He says saying? like in basketball, not you if know, you're Patrick Peterson. Play defense and, 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 saw, and even in baseball, not if you're you're, you're on the field. <laughs> what? Uh, Barry Sanders. What? Keep going. Barry Sanders. I mean, oh, uh, Deion Sanders. Sanders. Keep going. No, Barry Sanders too. Like I was legit. Yeah, but he didn't play defense. That's what I'm saying. What? But he's saying that Tom Brady was the best quarterback of all time and could be the best NFL player of all oh, time. Oh, that's it. He didn't actually offer who was the best athlete uh, of all he, time. No, he was his uh, his two scoops was that uh, he didn't think an NFL guy could do it. Oh, that's it. That's all. Yeah. So because okay. of your thing, where he's saying like hot, he played very defense. hot, very hot takey. But Wait, here's... before before you get into that, uh-huh. I saw a chart that shows how much game time and how much actual play occurs in a, in a in all these different sports. 
Soccer was number one, obviously. Mm-hmm. Of course. And football was like dead last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's because tough. But it's a game that's played in sequence. That's okay. Like, yeah. we football understand what it is. football is much more physical out of any of those sports. Of course. Oh, hell yeah. You know? Well, maybe, maybe, much maybe better, not, guys. What, like, maybe not rugby. Yeah, whatever. We're talking about the major sports. But I mean, like, you know, aside from, like, the offensive line and shit, all these guys are ridiculous athletes, man. All these guys are, and yeah. they take such good care of their bodies. You know what I'm saying? You don't see any fucking Boris Diaw playing linebacker. That's like baseball, the baseball thing. You don't see Bartolo Colon being out there playing, you know, safety. There's like one Bartolo Colon. Yeah. Just him. <laughs> yeah, it's called Vince Wolfork. Have you seen that guy? Yeah, that guy's huge. a monster. Yeah, huge. Like that. I remember when he was like that at 19 in the U. Probably that guy. Yeah. But, he, but he's just so strong, though. So anyway, so what about my, my, my take on the fact that I think I'm totally accurate. If had LeBron lost mm-hmm. game four. If he would have got swept. There's no way you could be the you could be Well, the, the problem is that now now you're willing to say that he's still the GOAT because he didn't I'm get swept in say, the finals? I'm willing to say that he's bought himself an extension regardless of the outcome of this series that he can make. Because now he can he can go on and maybe win it next season or maybe make it another appearance. And then you can, you know, value the fact that he's making it to the finals so many years. Okay, well, here's my I argument think, against that. I'm just saying that if I don't care how good you are or how many trips you do, if at this point in right. your career when you're still in your prime or close to it, and as good as you are, that you get swept, like this guy said, AI won a game against a powerful but I'm asking team. You, but I'm you asking you not to be... one game. I'm asking you not to be so absolute on these things. I'm just saying I'm you asking you win. not to just blanket the statement Because, because of, you got all these, all these Jordan fans that are always saying, well, he won 6-0 and and he never lost in the finals. And if, you, if all of a sudden you're going to throw in there, well... You're going to try to defend the guy who got swept in the finals to, to be an all-timer against that's these the Jordan problem. fanatics? That's the problem. I, I want you to happen. get away. I want you to get away from these antiquated styles of thinking where we only talk about sports and absolutes, where all that counts but is rings and yes or no. There the are same, shades know, of gray here, man. It's not all black or white. So what I'm saying them. to you... There's 50 shades of gray. Right, right, right. There are all 50. And I okay, and they're all erotic as fuck. So I, I want you to come to me and tell me... Listen, I want you to come to me and tell me LeBron is the greatest ever or isn't the greatest ever no matter if he gets swept or doesn't get swept no, no, because can't. it matters what he Results does in these games. Matter. I have news for you, my friend. Results LeBron matter. is not the reason that they won game four. And now, because of Kyrie's performance, because of Kyrie putting up yeah. 40 points, because of Kevin Love putting up... Let's see. Hold on. Did Tristan Thompson finally showing up for a game? What do you call the 51st shade of gray? What the fuck is going on here? Puerto Rico. Okay, go. What? I don't get Kevin. it. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't get it. <laughs> I, I missed that one. I don't get it. Kevin Love. Go, Kevin Love. I'll tell you guys later. Go, give us your hot take. Kevin Love had 23 points. Uh-huh. Kyrie Irving had 40. Yeah. J.R. Smith finally gave you 15. Uh-huh. Okay? And we're talking about other guys who actually were able to give you good minutes. Let's say, like, Richard Jefferson had eight points, whatever. Okay? Now, here's where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. LeBron was great in that game. Again, he had a triple-double. He had 31 points, uh, 11 assists. 10 rebounds. He had a triple-double. Yeah. But he was great in the other three games before that. Mm-hmm. He was not the reason that they lost those first three games, much like he wasn't the reason that they were able to finally get over the hump in this game four. Mm-hmm. And you're willing to base his greatness on the performances of others. I'll tell you why. And I'm asking you not to be so absolute in these. It's not just win or lose. Because yes, Consider it is. what he's doing no, in these games. Because here's the thing. In time, when you look back at all this stuff, nobody remembers what... Nobody goes, hey, consider what he did in that series. Everybody remembers, Well, but they hey, damn well should, Edwin. But that's the thing. That's what everybody wants. Just like we want a clean earth and we want all this stuff, but nobody recycles. Okay, you're, you're going theory. way off the handle. No, here. I'm just saying. You, it's, 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 yeah, you can look into the numbers and really validate it. But at the end of the day, man, nobody remembers who came in second. 
But they remember who won and how they won. Oh, that was a sweep. Oh, that they they won in four. That was a good series. That was this. That I don't care Nobody about says, that. Hey, That's what I'm telling you to do. In a sweep. In a in a time in a time when we have so yeah. much information. You cannot be so antiquated the, the, about the, these the, things. Yeah. Wins and losses. Man. Bill Russell is not the greatest player of all time just because I, he has 11 I championships. We that. know better now. But people say, we oh, know what about better. when, uh, was it, the Astros uh, got swept by the, the White Sox in the 2005 World Series, and everybody's like, oh, that was the closest sweep ever. That was just, you know, it just, it just happened to be a sweep. Every game went to it like, was one run, and this, that. You're right. The other okay. way. But nobody remembers that. Everybody knows that. Oh, the Astros got swept, man. That's the standard. Well, I'm asking thing. you to remember just, it. Uh, yeah, you're because asking LeBron me, James, listen. Nobody's going to okay, remember so that. Okay, so we're just going to, we're going to ignore the fact that the guy makes seven straight finals. I, I Or get eight that. overall. I get right? that. And I'm because of the buzzsaw that he's running through. Listen, I acknowledge I'm all asking that, you not to be so but absolute. I'm saying that at the end of the day, if you get swept, that's what people are going to hold on to, man. The first sweep that he got in his all first right, final strip. He doesn't care about what other people are thinking. I know, he's, but I'm he's just talking telling, about you. Yeah, and How I'm telling times? you, I'm thinking like the rest of the masses because I'm not going to worry myself. You're, oh, well, no, I'm going to try and defend something because, oh, he had a great series, man. He really played hard. He averaged Edwin, a triple-double. Edwin, No, you got to win again, You're right, bro. you're right. You I'm, I'm asking you to see it. I'm asking you, you to see it. I'm asking you to see it this way. man. I'm asking if you to see good, it this way. If you're that good, you got to win one, bro. If you're that Jesus good, Jesus Christ, win one. It's the That's same. It. Look, it's the same Cristiano argument. If you're gonna actually use strengthen, try to strengthen your argument with mm-hmm. the fact that he finally won a major tournament for his national team, mm-hmm. that is that is so stupid because he wasn't in that game. You understand? Mm-hmm. He is not the reason they won that game. Yeah, but no, I'm not. I'm telling you now. He might have been the reason that they made it to that finals, and he was just as important and pivotal in that and 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 throughout their entire stretch. Then, then now you're going against LeBron James. LeBron James is the reason that this team is in the finals. But when you're talking about individual games, because you wait, wait, you just said uh, that you just gave credit for Ronaldo taking them to the championship, but not playing in the championship. But you won't give credit for Brady putting a team in a championship position to win a championship. You you dismiss that fact. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No, 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 no. I did not say you, that. You always say, oh, I said well, Brady wasn't on the field. They no, the field goal. I said that great Brady. Won, Brady he said the same thing for both. Correct. Oh, Brady following that Super Bowl would have been the greatest of all time to me, whether he got the ring because Mal- because of a Malcolm Butler interception or not. You, oh God, you need the, the ring. You need the I ring. I want to go back to, the to validate. You need the ring to validate it. <laughs> I don't. I watch what I see. I see the stats. I see what the game that's being played. I see LeBron James and what he's doing. I also see Dwayne Wade and his fucking low rent. Uh, beeper salesman outfit. That shit's horrible. Okay, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> Nigerian drug lord. But what the hell was that, hell was like that bro? One. That was like one. So no lie, I'll dress like that. <laughs> yeah, of course you would. I feel like you already have something like that, Gus. I think Probably. I've seen you something like that before. Gus does it when he goes to spin for his DJ competitions. <laughs> See, I used to dress like that back in the day when I wore like everything extra large and it was just way too baggy. Kangol? Yeah. Were you like LL uh, Cool I, Gus? I didn't have, no, oh, I, had, I had a couple. I didn't have Kangol. a Kangol. I didn't I had, have a Kangol. I had a few Kangol back in my day. Whatever, man. I, I still have one. Listen They're to pretty me. expensive. Listen <laughs> to me. I'm asking you to see past it. I'm asking, I'm asking I'm, you to see I'm, past I, I get the convention that has been set before you. I get it. Just I, I get break, it. I break get away it. Just from that. Gonna, to me, at the end of the day, you can't get swept. You can't get swept you and be in any conversation. Which day is it? Like, huh? at the end of it's what always day? the end of the at day. The it's always the end of the day. At the end of the end of like today? Yeah. I'm still going to be thinking that. Tomorrow, if we ask you the same question, are you going to say at the end of yesterday? Yes. Okay, so since way before yesterday. Listen to me, buddy. I've been on this thing. I you could say all you I'm want. trying I'm trying to like great. take I'm trying to take your world I and get. take you outside of the box I, because you need to understand you need to understand that these, understand. these antiquated ideals it's not about winning or losing. No. I want you to consider Tom Brady the best you. of all time 
Because he's the best of all time. I am telling Not because you. he has five rings. But uh, what about when it's all said and done? <laughs> when it's all said and done. I'm done with these cliches. <laughs> I'm, I clearly can't break past your convention of years. No, because then you can say, oh, well, Dan Marino is a better quarterback than this guy, than Brady, because he had all these accomplishments. And Make, he had the, all argument these and this, Make the argument to me. Make the argument to me based on how they played and what we're watching. Not because of the rings. I'm just saying. Not but, because but of the rings. Dan Marino never won anything. Dan Marino never had the uh, Patriots. He, he brought up Dan Marino had really, really good teams. And he had a, he had a, he had a Hall of Fame it. coach. Yeah, don't you You're right. Coach. That's a, you know, people say that. But I'm yeah, okay with they it. Don't make the you, but they make, make, the make, the, make the argument for me. That That's Brady fine. is better because those, those things carry weight in these arguments. No, and they like do I not. said, you're going to have a hard time convincing of all these, all these Jordan diehards that people that love jo- the Jordan that idolized him Listen, growing man. up. I'm not that here. The guy who got swept in the finals is still worthy of being in the same room. I'm not here as, making as the LeBron. argument. That's I'm not I'm here saying. making the argument that Tracy McGrady is the best player of all time just because he had that one really good stretch that I saw him play in. Obviously, it's important to get this far, but LeBron has gotten this far. And now that we are this far, I can take this on a case by case basis and realize that he's going up against a fucking juggernaut, the likes of which we have never seen in this Warriors team, and realize. That what he's still doing, what he did last year, that was amazing enough. I don't need him. I don't need to now speak in absolutes and be like, oh, swept or don't get swept. It doesn't matter. So you're telling me that whether they get swept or don't get swept, that's what's going to formulate your argument. Not if LeBron went 0-0-0 for the series or went triple-double for the series. Do you understand? Do you, do you understand what I'm trying to get at? Yeah, I get how, what you're how trying ridiculous to say. that seems. That's, it's not ridiculous. I'm telling you, oh, that that's it's not, not ridiculous. ridiculous. No. So if he doesn't get swept, but went zero zero zero, he's still the greatest of all time. I get swept, but averages a triple double. Bitch, you're the one. Who's, bitch. You're, you're the one who's dealing in Come absolutes. Come on, man. You're the one who's dealing in absolutes. I'm oh, not. Oh, I am so not. Yes, you are. You're telling me that if my thing is an absolute, and that if I don't see other than that, yours is the absolute. All I'm telling no, you no, is no, mine is not the absolute. Uh, yes, I'm you're, telling you're, you to be you're nuanced. You're forcing it like it's the absolute. Embrace it. This is the real thing. I, I feel like you don't know the meaning of the word. I'm telling you that all I've said, all I said, I'll go back to it again. Is once again, if you are the greatest of all time, or one of the, we've heard you say it a thousand times. I don't, I don't need it to be repeated. <laughs> I'm trying to see, get you to see past that. But you're not because your it. shit is so tunnel vision. You're like a fucking racehorse. It's not. It's an accurate thing. You can't be at this point in your career. Compared to a guy who never lost, who never did any of that stuff, you can't be that. I'm just saying that's what it is. You can't be in that conversation. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with being number two. You're right. You know, you you can't be that. There's nothing wrong with being number two. You can't be that. You know what's the problem with arguing with Edwin is that you say five things and so he's going to repeat the same same shit every like he's been saying the same thing for 45 minutes without even attempting to see my argument. Edwin, you're on because of A. Moving on. Game four, game five will take place tonight at Oracle Arena. Yeah, Gus dealing, is going to be there. You're delaying so, Gus's flight. Stop hitting the mic on yourself. Bro, I can't. <laughs> I'm so frustrated. I'm about to eat it. It's ruining the audio. I'm so frustrated <laughs> right now. So, I hear what that sounds like. Bonk, 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 bonk. Let's fucking move on. I, I, you know what? I think that's a good question. Gus, what's up next? You should put that up online and see what, what other people think. What, absolute? If they, or nuance? If they, if they, if what's they up think, next? You know, if they even remotely side with me here. Because I don't think no. I'm that far off that, you know, to the extreme where I got to beat a mic over my head for it. We're done. We'll What's next, Gus? Please <laughs> introduce the next topic. I think we're done with basketball. Let's get into some soccer, man. Uh, there was some World Cup qualifiers going on this past weekend. Yeah, there was. But be- uh, actually, yeah, there was a couple, actually. A couple uh, since, since we last did our show. That's correct. Uh, US- well, they both took place over the weekend. It was Friday. Uh, was it Friday? No, no, no. It, the, the first Friday, was- Sunday, right? Or Thursday, Sunday. Wednesday. Wednesday? Maybe it was Thursday. Maybe it was Thursday, Sunday. 
It was either Wednesday or Thursday, and then the Trinidad Sunday. and Tobago. Yeah. Dude, I want to say that Trinidad and Tobago was. I don't know. It was either Wednesday or Thursday. Who cares? Okay, go ahead. Anyways, so yeah. U.S. Uh, men's national team played against Trinidad and Tobago uh-huh. on either Wednesday or Thursday right. in Colorado. Uh, it was a must-win game, I think. There we go. Yeah. I mean, it was important. USA... It was Thursday. Definitely Thursday. Okay. Well, USA is currently third in the hex. Right. And uh, the top three teams qualify. Yeah. So if Mexico's you're... If first, you're, Costa Rica's second. Yes. So if you're that third team, pretty much every game you play is a must-win game, man. Much like the Cavaliers. Must-win game. Well, yeah, because so. if they lose one, they get they they they're out. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I thought it was a must-win game I mean, for LeBron's yeah. legacy. But the problem is that this is a game you absolutely have to win. If uh, at home, if U.S. men's national soccer is moving and progressing the way that we hope it does, if you look like you found something, the Bruce Arena era, uh, everything yeah. that we're that we're trying to strive towards, you have to beat a team like Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, you, ha- you mean, take that advantage, and you have to come out of it with three points. At home against a lesser opponent, well, you, you know. have to. Yeah. And they did. Maybe. To their credit, they did that. Yeah. And the kid was sensational again. Bro, Pulisic. Oh. He had two goals. What was that stat you sent us over the weekend? America's know. last eight goals. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, he, he, has, he either scored before the, well, before the Michael Bradley. Yeah, before the Mexico game. Before the Mexico game. At the end, by, by the end of the Trinidad game. He either assisted in them. Yeah, yeah. It's seven of the eight, or was it eight of eight? All eight, eight of eight. All of eight. Yeah. Yes. Insane. The kid is the real deal, man. Yeah, man. Look, speaking about not, not dealing in absolutes and actually just uh, feeling, feeling what you're watching, uh-huh. like actually taking it for what you're seeing, dude, he just looks like the best player on the, on, on the field out there. Yeah. He's that talented. Mm-hmm. Do you see the guy? And we've talked about this before. It's one thing to be John Brooks and to be somebody who's considered a very good defender and probably a very good player even on the international scale. Yeah. John Brooks. But uh, being a defender. This is a much more exciting position. The fact that we actually oh, now have a, a prodigy-type talent, uh, uh, this, mm-hmm. this kind of international talent, at such an exciting position, being a mid, a midfield, and like uh, an attacking mid, you know? Yeah. And, that and, is so cool to have this kid, and he looks it because he's displayed out there. The camera follows the guy with the ball. So yes. the fact that he finds himself with that ball and creating so much, it's just it's so good to watch him play, and he looks superior to the rest. Yeah, and it's pretty much consensus out there between all the soccer analysts that Pulisic is the first legit USA international star. Yes. yes. Legit. We have tried to, to convince ourselves mm-hmm. that some of, these guys, uh, some of these other guys have been. And some guys have come close. That's true. Landon Donovan. Landon Donovan. Uh, Clint Dempsey. <laughs> Clint Dempsey, Dempsey yeah. when he played in the Premier League. Yeah, we thought mean, that he, Tim he Howard played... was an all-time uh, goalkeeper. Yeah. Was an all-world goalkeeper for a little bit there. Mm-hmm. So, it you know, we, we tried to convince ourselves over these things, but this kid is legit. Yeah. This kid is like the real deal. He and can, I was trying, I was anywhere. watching the, the, the game with my, my old man. Yeah. We watched the Thursday one together and we watched uh, last night's game together. And I'm trying to tell him to put it into perspective for him. And I'm like, this is the kind of player that a couple of years from now, Real Madrid and Barcelona and Chelsea will be throwing big money at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like teams of that caliber. And that's how he, he, he understands it. This isn't like some guy who's just going to come here and star in the MLS. He's above that. Right now. For sure. You know? For sure. I mean, he's a big deal in the fucking, in the Bundesliga. Yeah. And in, 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 in one of the top teams in Borussia. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I, it's really exciting to watch him play and to watch him grow up. And he's only 18. Like, he just turned 18. Yeah. So you assume he's going to get better. We hope that he is. Edwin, you've had a lot of contributions here. Yeah. <laughs> I was just making, I was sending out the... Apart from the I fact that you were at a U2 concert last night as opposed to watching the Mexico game. <laughs> 
Dude, I bought those tickets way before I knew about that game. And no, no, I that's fine. I mean, I don't expect you to miss out on Bono. I put, I, I, I put it out on the Twitter poll. You probably bought those tickets before that game was scheduled. Oh, yeah, way before. <laughs> I, um, anyway, I put it out on the Twitter poll. Yeah, there. we Let's got get it. A, I want to get a sample of soccer. other people, so go on there and vote. Um, you understand that means nothing to me, right? I, well, oh, so, so no, I just want you to go argue with the people who vote yes or vote with me. So you can go give them the same like, majority you rule, convince them. Majority rule doesn't work inside like a mental, a mental institution. Uh-huh. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, anyway. A, what about Electoral College? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this country, bro? You know how we run. Uh, no, no, Pulisic. I, I, I saw the goal from Bradley. I saw the highlights. Other than that, I didn't see much. But, to but we haven't gotten to the Mexico game yet. Oh, okay. Well, we so kind of he's have, asking but. you. He's asking you your your take on Pulisic. Pulisic, I think the kid's good. I got the jersey. Oh, in my opinion, damn. Hey, Chris Pulisic, good. Yeah, I am all pretty strong. You got, like that? Hot good, take. Tweet that out. Good right foot. <laughs> good right foot. Good right foot. Good, good right, right foot. foot. Yeah. Scored well, lefty. Yeah. What's that man? The kid. He he's got such. He's got like. A third eye, bro. No, I he, don't think, like he I, knows what's gonna vision? happen. Yes, he's got. He's got that Andres Iniesta shit. Can I? Can I? Can I say something without more of a goal scorer? It's, it, he, he's just, he knows what's going to happen, and he, he reacts to it. Yo, he, Barcelona, holla at me. Hold on, hold on. Right. Can, I, can, I, can I? Yes, please. Uh, wait, wait. Before, before, right, you, before you say after that. You, after you, I got something. Before he I inevitably have, derails. I have, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have a personal rule. Excuse me. I have a personal rule that I don't like to buy jerseys of players that are younger than me. Okay. Yeah. Sure, then I can't buy Dude, anybody like, in pro sports. Getting, you're getting yeah. to that age, though. Uh, yeah, I'm at, I'm at that age. That's what I mean. All my jerseys are just Are you nameless. not buying jerseys anymore? No, I buy jerseys. They're just nameless. But if Pulisic goes to play at Barcelona, I'm getting that jersey. Ooh, baby. I'm getting that jersey. Okay, okay. Fuck. I don't want to be first bubble guy here, okay? But you got a Borussia uh, Dortmund Pulisic jersey. I got a, I got a Borussia. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I, I also got a lot of random players, too. Yeah, he's got nice. No, I'm saying this. Can, can we stop in for a second and just try and look at this from the perspective of everybody else outside of the United States? Mm-hmm. Do you think people look at him outside of here? Yes. Even remotely close to the pedestal of hope that we look at him? No. Here? No. So do you think uh, that maybe, maybe Borussia fans? I, I I don't even think so because Dude. I still think they might. They, he was playing in Marco Royce's spot. Here's what I'm saying. When dude. Marco Royce was hurt, but Here's if you tell them, hey, you. do you want Royce or Pulisic? They're still gonna take Royce. Yeah, because Pulisic, we are right understandably. Now, I'm just, I, and that's what I'm saying. Look at this right now. He's our Toti. I know he's our Toti, but maybe you know our Toti is the other people's. Son. Maybe our Toti is not really that good. Is what I'm saying. Maybe he's good for ours and ourselves here. But That's do you think thing. that maybe we're looking okay, at him like here's he's what I'm a saying little to too hyped the way, up? The way we're talking about him now, how many players on an international scale get to be on that? Like the way we're talking about Pulisic. What he is to us, how many players on an international scale can be considered that? Because you can probably count them on one hand. I think We're talking more. about maybe like Messi, Cristiano, um, you know, maybe like uh, like uh, but Hazard. You, okay, but don't you think that maybe that's because of a lack of talent here? That this guy with some little talent, he rises up to the top so much faster than anybody else. Yeah, but this else. seems. What and I'm cor- saying is, like a guy in Spain could probably be way, way better than good, this guy, but he's how sitting good, like tenth how good on do you a depth think, chart. For example, how good do you consider to be like a you know player what? like uh, Antoine Griezmann mm-hmm. or Coutinho? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yet, if I talk to the uh, Fairweather soccer fans, they yeah. might not know who those guys are. Okay, but they're really good. Right? Okay. Griezmann especially. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, this guy is to us because he, he seems like he can play on that level. I'm not saying that he's going to be Leo Messi. I'm not saying he's going to be Cristiano Ronaldo. But I'm saying this guy finally seems, not that we were trying to convince ourselves the way we did with Dempsey and Donovan and Tim Howard. Man. This guy finally seems like he can play on that international scale. And so far, I'm not saying, you know, he could be a Robinho. 
He monstrous talent, and then all of a sudden he just fades away. I, so far, mm-hmm. what we've seen on the international scale, on the Champions League level, mm-hmm. and on the Bundesliga level, this kid can play, and he can play with them. He's proved it. I okay, I get that. He's proved it thus far. He's proved it to me that I like it enough that I bought a jersey, and I was like, hey, cool. I'm. I wish this kid all the best. But I'm just also looking at it this way, where I'm like, let me not get too built up on really building this guy up like that he's going to be this great thing or that he can even compete with these big-name guys everywhere else yet. Mm -hmm. Because first off, he's still 18. And second of all, we're comparing him in a pool of players that we've never produced anything remotely close to And I think this is is important to mention. I'm just saying, and I'm I'm thinking, I'm looking at it like this guy's talent level and this guy's as as good as his stock is right now. But if you just look at, you know, what his pure skill is, Mm -hmm. when you compare it to some of these big soccer countries – he might be like 10th or 20th on a depth chart because they're so flooded with guys that play that position that, you know, are excel yeah. at the same level as him. But for us, he's getting a chance to showcase it because he's in a place that we're starved for some kind of talent like that. I think, to me, it kind of shows the disparity between everywhere else and where we are considering, you know, Maybe. what we've been able to breed here. And Maybe. That's just but here's because I, I, And, like, don't overlook this. You know, I, I'm telling you, I want uh, nothing more than the best for the kid. I'm you're you're keep, right, you're right. I'm just saying, I don't want to get too caught up in the hype. I think what you're forgetting think, is, or what you might be overlooking is, fuck you. You know, like, <laughs> don't be the fan police. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. You know, fuck you. <laughs> Look, that's it. Here's something for you to consider. Barugia is that team that has the great farm system, but doesn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So if, if they believe in Pulisic enough to have him back up, uh, what's this guy's name again? Marco Royce. Michael, Marco Royce? Yeah. Then fuck, that means something, bro. Look, man, honestly, much like... I, I'm not saying that the kid is an all-timer. I'm saying that he, he seems like a tremendous talent and certainly unlike, the li- the, unlike anything we've seen play for the national squad. Yeah. So what I'm saying to you is that much like... You know me. I don't need certain things to validate other things for me. I can just judge it on how I watch it. I, I'm not going to need Real Madrid to throw $200 million, $200 million euros at him mm-hmm. for me to say, okay, he's one of the best. I like what I'm seeing with him, and it, it gets me excited about it. And it makes me want to watch USMNT, and it makes me want to get together with people and tell them about this kid in case they don't know about it. Yeah. That excites me. And for me, that's enough right now because it's more than we've had. Do I, we've had. I, the kid is breaking records, man. I, I get all that stuff. I get all that I mean, stuff. I mean, they're not I just the most unbreakable records. Exactly. But, like, that's bro. what I'm saying. No, but, but what we're watching bro. is special, and I think it is. So I just don't want to be the really me, cool kid. First, look, this is entertainment. First is he entertaining was, you? Yeah, I, I get that. He's entertaining the shit out of me. I get that, and he's, and, and, but, but I'm also, like, like I said, I'm just, I'm just trying to keep a little distance from getting too caught up and building this guy up as being like, you know, our, our Messi when... I don't even think he could right now. He's just mm-hmm. a lot more hype than he is even our, you know, best. I'm international saying there's guy. no. I'm saying there's no shame in being excited about this kid. No, no, there's no there, shame there's in it. There's no problem with. I'm that. just saying. I, I, if I was, he flames out spectacularly, then fuck it. We enjoyed it while we had it. Ronald, but Ronaldinho but never, uh, uh, like you know, his potential never finally came to fruition or whatever. Who? Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho's potential never came to fruition. You know what I'm saying? Like people thought yeah. he was going to be the best of all time, and then he he just. You mean Ronaldinho? No, not Robinho. No, Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho was I'm the best I'm saying he was really good. No, One of the best. He was great, He dude. was really good. He was... He, the, the thing with Ronaldinho was he could have been the greatest of all time, but 
He had a drinking problem. Correct. He, the length of his career or anything like he that. He didn't keep he his fitness and shit like that. I'm not saying the talent thing. I'm not saying the talent thing. And I'm not comparing the two. He could have legit been the greatest of all time. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He had that kind of... He's still... Dude, he's still great. He's considered great. Of course he is. But what I'm saying is... He has some shortcomings, but not enough to... He had a disappointing end of his career. He had a disappointing end of his career. Ronaldinho? Ronaldinho did. Dude, he won. Uh, Are you he kidding won, me? He won, wait, wait, wait. wait. Did that even be argued? That, dude, he won. Dude, that was a disappointing end of his to his career. What, what, what part of his career? When? Ronaldinho? When was his end? Dude, come on! You got to be kidding me. This guy won. Copa Everything from AC Milan down was the end of Ronaldinho's dude, career, and that was not the way it was supposed to go because he either got fat or he had a drinking problem or he was uh, or he was lethargic dude, about the whole on, thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He wouldn't show up. I think you're omitting the fact that this guy won Copa Libertadores for his Brazilian team, dude. That was awesome. Guy, and dude, that was just I, a couple years I ago. Love, love and then the after man. he went to Not what I'm saying. he went to play in Mexico. But can it really be argued that his, the end of his there? career didn't really go the way we expected it to? Dude, I think he extended his career very long and had no, a good man. success at the end, dude. Ronaldinho's Ronald like 35. Dude, yeah. Do we oh. know the age of Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude, you realize he played in the He's, 2002 World Cup, right? Yeah. Look at Ronaldinho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at look at Ronaldinho's age. I'm going to look it up. Because I mean, I really didn't think that that was a thing that could be argued. That Ronaldinho didn't end he's his career the way we me. all expected it. He was born in 1980, dude. Okay. He's 37. You're That's right. Way past any, any like, he's seven years past. Dude, Cristiano Ronaldo's like 32. Huh? Cristiano Ronaldo's like 32. Yeah, 30, yeah. yeah exactly. 32, And we also know that Cristiano Ronaldo's like a How long has it been since Ronaldinho of, was actually relevant? Think I'm, about it. I'm telling you right yeah. now. Because I'm telling you, in that guy, that guy was not supposed to flame out at 30. Dude, he did flame out at 30, bro. Oh, you forget yeah. that. Uh, okay. But you also wait, forget wait, wait, wait. that he started playing at a much younger age, dude. These soccer guys, he's been playing. He played professionally at like mm-hmm. the age of 16, dude. Like this yeah, guy was out there. If Ronaldinho had the discipline that Cristiano Ronaldo does, that Leo Messi does, you're telling okay, me that his career... Those are two exceptions. Nobody's ever had the discipline But we're talking... Of no, 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 no. Those are not the exceptions those because we're talking about all-time outliers. status. Yeah, and on all-time status, you have to consider these things. But you can't just give me uh, a 10-year stretch that he was really good. Ronaldinho's career did not end the way we wanted it to. Dude, I, don't, I, I really think Stop. you're forgetting that he was successful at the end, just not because he wasn't successful in Europe and he did it in South America, no. that you're omitting the fact that Stop. Copa Libertadores is a big thing, dude. He won Champions League in South America while playing for Atletico Mineiro in, in right. 2014, we're not, dude. Like, we're That's just, a, we're just having that deal, kind of thing. Dude. Like, we can't just it is, forget it that. Is, it is a big deal, but fuck. It could, he could have been a bigger deal is but what we're two, saying. Dude, dude. I think you're, I think you're really, whatever. You're really whatever. diminishing look, Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm moving past it. We're obviously By 2014, having that kind of day. he was yeah. 11, 12 years past We're obviously having that kind of day. Not the point I'm trying to get to. Whatever. I'm enjoying, I'm in the fucking moment with Christian Pulisic. Uh-huh. So whatever happens from here on out, fuck it. I enjoyed it while it lasted. Okay? The Dan Campbell era for the Dolphins was the sweetest thing I ever experienced. Okay? <laughs> and when the rest of the season went the way it did, then fuck it. But I enjoyed those two games. That shit was so funny. Listen to me. That's it. <laughs> if this is what I'm seeing right now, the kid's good, bro. So don't fucking kill my vibe. Don't give me this bullshit. Dude, I That's love, it. I, loved, I love being able to say that the youngest person to ever score two goals in the Bundesliga is a fucking American. But he's the best player on the pitch, man. That's he's a the best big player deal. on the pitch. It's, a, it's like the kid's really good. That's a big deal. And anyway, it's not like but, he's but, scoring. Right, moving wait, on. Wait, Let's wait, do... When you say he's the best player on the pitch, who else is on the pitch? What? He's capable, he's the best player. Okay. He's capable of being the best player on the pitch on any given day. Yeah. If, if he's having a great now, day. I'm not saying, look, if, he, okay. if, he's, if he's going his... up against Spain, then maybe not. But here's no, what I'm saying to you. I think if he's having his 
Best game uh, I ever had, kind of thing. This is what I'm talking about. This is what can, I'm trying to like, you know, avoid. I, don't, I think we're getting way I too ahead of but like you, you're, He's not even at that. You're being the fan police with the temper of your expectations. What I'm saying is, the kid is excited. He's the best guy in Borussia, dude. He's got punch. Oh, it's, he's got a puncher's chance, dude. If he were doing this, if he were doing this in Spain, at his age, it would still be impressive. So the fact that he's doing it for USA, mm-hmm. the fact that we have this kind of talent on this team, that says something. That's it. That's all we're trying to say, and it's exciting. So moving on, Miami FC played over the weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Somebody take over, please, because Edwin has me very upset. I mean, it was Why? a guarantee to win. <laughs> Why do I get you upset, man? It was a guaranteed win, man. They went up to FC. Oh, Edmonton. guaranteed win? Yeah, bro. Edmonton is a guaranteed win at this point. We can say that, right? Oh, we're undefeated against Edmonton. We've never given up a goal against Edmonton. You cross I borders, think bro. Gap. Things happen when you get to the Montes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Let's see Dude, here. Go ahead. Because uh, it looked dicey for a while. It looked dicey for a while. You watched that Edmonton game? No, I did not. I did. But I kept Ooh. up with it. And I then went back and looked up highlights and stats and everything. Yeah. The, I mean, bro, we went into the 80s. It is Homeboy. hard. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, so, it's difficult, first of all, to travel from fucking Miami to Edmonton. And then from Edmonton now to travel. I mean, they're, they're in Orlando have, already, yeah, uh, in ready Orlando for already. Wednesday's game. So they didn't even come home. They're already in Orlando. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's a lot of focus. It's, and it's a long it's trip, man. man. The, you know, the Mason told us uh, last mm-hmm. week, too, that for the Edmonton trip, they leave a day earlier. It's yeah. more taxing, you know, it's more... I mean, they had a full week. They didn't play and, an Open yeah. Cup match after Jacksonville. The, and the fact that they are in the middle of this Open Cup run, uh, Nesta, I'm sure, has to manage players' minutes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So he's fucking with the lineups, kind of like how uh, Bruce Arena did for the Mexico game, which uh-huh. we didn't even talk about, yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk about? The Mexico game? Bro, we didn't even talk about it at all. Didn't we? No. No, I tried I guess to. We got a little we too so sidetracked on Ronaldinho. We got into Pulisic and but then all the bullshit. But whatever. Ronaldinho. You were saying Okay, well, really, one. really quick. The <laughs> Michael Bradley thing was the, the greatest the thing I'd ever experienced no, in my entire life. I have a child. Michael awesome. Bradley's goal was better. Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so oh. cool, man. He just intercepts yes. that fucking ball. And you totally, and he caught Ochoa just completely out. Well, I mean, he wasn't expecting his defense to fucking cough it up like that. Fuck Ted. But he just, he intercepted the ball and then just one touched it past Memo Ochoa. Ted. And it was, yeah, Memo Ted Mosby. Mosby. No, Memo Mosby. Total Schmosby. Oh, wait, are you, are you happy with the, the draw? Uh, yeah, I'm satisfied with it. I'm not happy. Correct. I'm not, like, ecstatic, but Here's I'm the satisfied. Oh, yeah, you're once s- again, satisfied in the extent that it's better than a loss? Or satisfied, again, like, okay, I, I'll take that? Like if, In the sense that when you're, when you're going into the Azteca, mm-hmm. if you lose, you're not surprised. I get it. What am I going to say to you? What am I going to say to you? I don't know. I'm not even listening to you. <laughs> I'm talking to to this guy. What am I going to say to you if you ask me if I'm happy with the results? What am I going to say to you? I don't know. Go. Give me one of your long-winded and then get raise your voice no, at me. He's going to say, am I going to be nuanced? In a vacuum. In a vacuum. <laughs> An absolute vacuum. In a one-game sample size. One Listen game. to me. <laughs> In a one-game absolute vacuum sample size. No, yeah. what I'm saying is that because I was happy. Do your three-game frustration again. <laughs> bro, bro. Hey, hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> That's very limited. Yeah, that's super limited. That's yeah. limited. That was probably so, my worst one yet. Whatever. Okay. Well, uh, the I thing is, ready. I wasn't very happy with the way that they played in the match. The ready. result actually turned out a little bit better. <laughs> the result actually turned out a little bit better than how they so? played in that match. I think so. Because if you come away with a draw, this isn't... I, mean, I, I was having this conversation. I told you I was watching the game with my own man. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fully grasp the concept of like the hex and shit. So I'm trying to explain it to him. Like We're not trying to win a fucking tournament here. We're just trying to qualify. Once it. we get to the drawing board for the World Cup, 
everybody's the same. So it doesn't fucking matter if we come away with a win or whatever. Yeah. The point is to get to the World Cup. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to explain to him that that result was good because we came away with a point. And when you go into the Azteca and you come away with a point, it's a win. Mm-hmm. But I was more, uh, I, I don't want to say surprised, but I was, I was a little worried about the fact that they, how they actually played in this game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if you guys saw, but the possession was like more than three-fourths for Mexico. So United States never really created many chances, aside from both no. Michael Bradley's uh, they were, strikes. They were for sure playing the counterattack. The Michael Bradley goal, the one that went off the post, mm-hmm. and oh. the Bobby Wood uh, flail, the swing and a miss, the whip. The swing and a miss. The swing, <laughs> the swing and a miss, the fucking whip. Yeah. Which created the counterattack to Chicharito to fucking... Mm-hmm. So, fucking Chicharito. Yeah. That, that was just a terrible sequence there. Apart from those three, can you really say that the, that the U.S. really had any legitimate chances? There was that one no. play where Christian Pulisic kind of, uh, he... He, uh, he took a shot. It he took it out wide, wide, right? Yeah. Can I, can I, once Damn. again... You, you were know? at U2. Huh? You were at U2. I know I was at U2, but here's my thing, though. When, when is it okay to change the expectation for Team USA? Because mm-hmm. from what I understand, some... I know Chicharito played, but there was some guys, some notable players from Mexico that didn't play. That either yeah. were hurt or something like that. I know Vela played and he scored. There the goal. were also notable players from U.S. Man- uh, U.S. national team that didn't play like because Drew Serena put more emphasis on the Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago, Tobago game because that was a must win because it's yeah. a home game yeah. as opposed but to. But who didn't play? Because so I he, saw Bradley Pulisic played, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who uh, else? Uh, fucking Tim Howard didn't play. Okay. Yeah. That that when I saw that experiment at goal, I was like, okay, yeah, that was the bad part. Bro, that but guy aside like from that guy. But aside from, from listen that, to me, from that who guy, else in sports looks so much like a penis? Oh, that guy, he's definitely. He looks like if Mini Me was not a mini. Yeah, give he, me more penis. <laughs> give me more penis, people. That should be a sound. Give me more penis. <laughs> oh, I'm totally okay. gonna take that. Give Mark me down more the time. penis time. <laughs> than Brad Guzan. But uh, in all of sports, I give you all of sports. I get, I, I'll, I'll think about it. But no, what I what I want to what I'm asking though is when is it okay for our expectation to change? If we got a guy, talk to us. I'm thinking about penis. As, as if oh. we got a guy as 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 that we that we value so highly as Pulisic, and we got it for the most part other than Tim Howard. Which then again, if Tim Howard's also an old goalie, if we're talking about guys that are aging and all that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. if we are to be considered a threat and really elevate our game, when is it okay? When can we start going to Mexico and saying that we expect to win or expect you know our expectation to change that we're satisfied with the draw? The, the thing that with part USA, kind of well, that's if, why if I wasn't satisfied. If, if yeah, yeah. That's I wasn't I'm, satisfied with the way that they played. I because it, Mexico looked like the dominant team in that match. Exactly. And though so, they came away the one with a one-one draw, mm-hmm. that aside, it was a pretty good defensive game by the U.S. Aside from that one defensive sequence on the counterattack, Bobby yeah. Wood uh, with yeah. leading to the counterattack by Chicharito, mm-hmm. that was bad. That, that was, was bad. They had bodies. I give then, I give the credit to that goal to fucking Ochoa because he had the fucking wherewithal. To, to cut it back. To just grab the ball and fucking flail it oh, out there. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought you were talking about... Uh, what, was, what was the goal scorer? Um, uh, Vela. 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 Right. So he cuts it back on the Marcus Beasley. Yeah, yeah. And then Which everybody should have found him. I mean, Beasley... No, but then again, who was it? I think it was Omar Gonzalez that was making the run back. Yeah. On, uh, was it Omar Gonzalez? I don't know who the fuck it was. Uh-huh. But the guy who had Chicharito and then just kind of went right by him as Chicharito cut. There, you, you take a fucking yellow or something. You got to stop that counterattack. Yeah, yeah, man. You take the yellow. Something needs to happen. Mm-hmm. There was a full defensive breakdown. And then they had numbers. It was Vela against Marcus Beasley, against a bunch of fucking bodies, and nobody stepped in front of this fucking thing. Yeah. And then Brad Guzan just had, he was cemented to the ground. Yeah. I fucking hate that guy, Yeah, that bro. guy. I yeah. Hate He's that guy. such and, a penis. And, and I, I, all I'm going to say about Team USA, as much as I like Team USA, and I'm, I'm always root for them and everything, but I just, 
I don't you, like Bruce you better, Arena. You fucking I don't like man. Bruce Arena. I think Bruce Arena is just a safety net. He got us to some promise. We keep going back to that well and thinking he's yeah. going to conjure up some magic. Mm-hmm. I don't well, think, that I think whatever you were watching did, the game. So let me let you know something. They interviewed him at halftime. Yeah. And at halftime, the only chance they legitimately had was Michael Bradley's goal, yeah. which is awesome. It was a great moment. Yeah. But apart from that, it was the same as the rest of the match went. But it could have been ball possession was completely lost, controlled you know, by we, Mexico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ball possession was completely controlled by Mexico, and then we went into the half tight at one one. And they interviewed him sideline, and they asked, what do you think about the game? And he goes, well, I think it's going according to schedule. Yeah. Like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And that's, that's what I'm we saying. We got to stop playing like, I like feel the like, fucking... I feel yeah. like he's a safety net. I feel like he's always... We we're, we're, we're keep dipping into that, that well, and we keep thinking, and he's always going to get a free pass because he was the guy who gave us some success back in the day. Well, and I, I feel like his, his, his styles, his methods are, you know, dated. They don't work to the level where it should work for a team or a country full of as, as many resources as we are, you know, that we can find something better like that part always bothers me so i think i just think internally man the whole infrastructure of team usa really big picture is still not as concrete as it should be to change that expectation i feel like as long as we keep going back to that well our expectation is going to be this, oh we're okay we, we got to draw at azteca that's a big deal that's a big deal but mexico is not viewed as you know as powerful as any of these european countries You're right but if we're settling for a draw in mexico what makes us think that we're ever going to compete against an England in England, uh, a Spain in Spain, or, or on, a World, on a World Cup stage against any of these bigger teams, man? They're a much more bigger threat. But when we're satisfied with, with a draw in Mexico, like, I just feel like our expectations need to elevate. And I, sure. I, that's, that bothers me. Totally for no, no. But to we live honest, in the world that we live. Yeah. To be honest, I think there's only like not, not even 10 teams that the USA can definitely say that they're, they're not going to be. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying know, to I'm say? I'm not even going to get into that, like try, trying to say who they could beat. I don't, I don't think USA is as good as, as we, we hope they would be or we think they are. I think we're really not that good. We're not. We're not. No, we're not. We're not World Cup so that's champion I, good. I, I, we're I, not. Because there's, like I said, there's... Yeah, there's, there's a lot of teams still, that could there's, beat there's, us that yeah. we don't but have But we are a World Cup good. Of course. Like, yeah. Does any part of you actually think that we're not going to make it? I don't think that we're not going to make it, but I question you. I mean, if especially we were, once if, they uh, expanded we to 327 If teams? we were one of these European groups or maybe even in the South American group, do you think we'd come out top four? Would you that be, we'd be qualify? Would you be surprised if USA made it to the semifinals in the World Cup? Would you be surprised? Very surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. That'd be very surprising, dude, oh, because we've only made it that far, what, once? Or they made it to the semifinals oh, once? Fucking Costa Rica made it to the semifinals. Okay, but that's, but that's, that's a fluke thing, and they're surprised that they made it. You're asking they me are if I would surprised be surprised. That they I wouldn't be surprised that's, if we hosted the World Cup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I we made you. it to the semi. Like South Korea style. Yeah. <laughs> when they made it to the quarters. Yeah, man. All right, moving on. What's next, Gus? Baseball. Well, we never finished talking Miami SC. Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. But yeah. whatever, let's do it quickly. They won. They won. Like they, they won. Eight game on beaten streak. Yeah. Okay. Eight game on beaten streak. Renella another goal. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So the, the streak keeps going. The team is streaking. We're going to be streaking with them all the way to Orlando on yes, Wednesday. We will be there. For the uh, the next what is it fourth round streaking open cup fourth round of the fourth US Brad Guzan is gonna Lamar be all Hunt. over all over the yeah, place. <laughs> so we're, we're already we're gonna be uh we'll be up in Orlando on Wednesday. You guys never told me who else looks like a penis. Well, oh, um, I forgot uh, this guy's name, but the former French goalkeeper. Remember his name? The bald just guy. He's the bald guy. Fabian Barthez. Or just yeah. doing bald guys. I oh, mean, nah, yeah. I like Zinedine Zidane. He's a fucking. No, no, no. Zinedine. I'll give you one off the air because I don't want to say on the air, but it's really. Yeah. Uh, oh, he, why does he pay for my MSC? <laughs> no, 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 no. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Okay. But I'll just tell you later. Um, and uh, what's it called? I'm trying to think. Of, I don't think it's just any bald guy. Is it one of our friends? Is it John Wilbur? I think Paul Feinbaum kind of looks like a penis. He's got penis e qualities. Uh, <laughs> oh, my mom, wait, qualities. the the SEC guy? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's got penile <laughs> qualities. He does have that side hair. Okay, so maybe if you're about that life, well, you I'm just kind of like, like the side hair, half groom your shit. The side hair <laughs> right above the ears kind of makes it look like the ears. His watakas are kind of like the, you know, the balls. <laughs> well, the and he's just got like no stump, just kind of like a tip. Bald head. Too right, much? I'll think of more penis. Okay. I'll think of more penis. So anyway, so Orlando City is taking on Miami FC mm-hmm. in the next round with the potential. I, I believe looking ahead, if we win. We'll be going up against... Settle the debate for us, Edwin. Is what? it Tuesday? Is it Wednesday? It's Wednesday. Is it the 13th? Is it the it's 14th? It's Wednesday the 14th. So uh, stay tuned. I don't know if the game's going to be televised. That's a good question. If not, I think it might be streamed on ESPN3. Yeah. Um, Why not? If not, stay t- you know, uh, keep on tap with our Twitter. We'll be tweeting and, and commenting and giving you guys the rundown of what's happening. Um, but then looking ahead, if we advance past that, I believe it's Atlanta United. Yes, it is Atlanta. Atlanta United will be the next potential round. Now, looking back last year at this time, this was a very similar thing. Uh, the Strikers at this point last season were traveling to Orlando to take on the same Orlando team in the same round of the Cup, and they came back with a victory, a late one nothing uh, win. Ooh. And then they, uh, they went on and played, I believe, D.C. United and won that game too. So they were two rounds up. They took on a couple of – they beat a couple of MLS teams last year, made the deepest run out of any other non-MLS uh, team. So, hey. Been, it's happened before. No reason it can't happen again. And this Miami team is, you know, I think much more talented than that Strikers team was last year. And we'll see uh, exactly well, the results have transfer. an MLS player. Hmm? The Strikers did. The what? PC. Oh, yeah, but he wasn't an MLS guy yet. Now, he, I think he's going to be, he's probably going to be playing against uh, Miami. So he's familiar that. with the team. So we'll be, uh, stay tuned to the Twitter. Stay tuned for, you know, our, uh, our opinions and our input on everything that's going on up in Orlando on Wednesday. And our shenanigans. And our shenanigans. Probably now, okay, I really want to talk baseball real quick before mm-hmm. we roll out. I want to talk baseball. Let's do this somewhat quickly. This is, uh, okay, I want you to give me the one word that comes to mind if I tell you. Penis. Stanton. Judge. Home run derby. This July. Boner. Oh, I was going to say dong. Dong. Mm-hmm. Boner dong. Dong boner. Dude, I, I think t- we're doing the penis show. Yeah. yeah. Boner. Not penis though. No. <laughs> Like a bachelorette oh. party in here. I was Listen to me. Good. Can you imagine that, huh? bro? So that's what these people are. What, a bachelorette party? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited about both. But no, dude. Bro, this judge kid, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm on, bro. He's that's a kid I'm excited about, Listen, man. He's leading American League in home runs. 21. Batting average. He's a triple crown He's a triple crown, crown contender yeah. right now as a rookie. It's crazy. He's and a he's, winner. Dude, and he's bigger than Stanton, bro. He's Stanton North. Like, I, I don't understand how... Like, this is kind of getting, like, underreported a little bit. Like, this guy's, this is freakishly, bro. This is Babe Ruth, like, reincarnating in, himself in, in 2017. See? You know? This is going to be the house that Judge built. See? You know? Like, can you believe this shit, bro? I, I wanna, but, but the jury's not out on Pulisic yet. No. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but 200 no, no, no. bats for Aaron well, Judge. <laughs> Listen to me. Well, hey, well he's, hey, he's, he's, he's triple crown contender when Pulisic is leading the league and scoring and doing his, what this guy's doing in baseball at this level, then yeah. But no, he's definitely not on Pulisic. Pulisic's not on this guy's level right now, bro. I'll tell you this. Uh, Aaron Judge, and I want to write about this guy. I'm going to write about him. But he is, to me, he's a, a total new age player, right? Because he's, he's that kind of guy where mm-hmm. you, you value the things that he does, the slugging percentage and the old... But now he's like he's finally providing some of the old numbers. Triple Crown is a super outdated uh, stat line. Oh, there you go again. You know, metric guy. Uh huh. Go. It's true. Yeah. But you know that because his average doesn't mean as much as it once did. But can he get he's, on base? He's batting three forty four. Oh bro. no, 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 no doubt. No doubt. Batting three forty four. No doubt. That's ridiculous. Uh-huh. No doubt. But no here's. Doubt. But. <laughs> no, <laughs> no doubt. Here's no what dig- I'm actually saying. No diggity. Uh-huh. 
this guy is a new age player. We never, you know, this, this is a fairly new phenomenon where we expect guys who are as big as he is to be as, as athletic. Dude, he's the biggest position player of all time. Monster. The guy's this is, this is this is what you dream of he's as a little six, kid, eight. bro. This is he's like, almost six eight, two hundred and eighty two pounds. You go on MLB I'm trying to tell the you, show and you create the best player that you can. He's six eight and he's maxed out at that weight and he's batting everything. His batting stats. If you look at the way he, he looks, everything. if you look at the way he looks, and Monster. then you consider the fact that he's almost six eight and two hundred and eighty two pounds, I'm telling you that the guy is like one month stretch of bad eating away from being an offensive lineman. Okay, you think so? That dude. 282? Away? Yeah, but he's caught, dude. He's big. I don't think he's. Hey, but some of those, hey, some of those left tackles and right tackles in the NFL, man, they're like six, eight, to that, 300 pounds, and I'm they're s- chiseled. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now he can definitely be on the defensive line. Yeah. that's a fact. Dude, okay. He's just... Whereas John Carlos is more like an outside linebacker. Yeah. You know. But dude, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, th- yeah. this shit's out of control, or maybe a defensive end. I just, right? I'm really, what do you think about John Carlos? Re- I don't know, man. He's, dude, he's, he's another big guy, but I, I feel like John I'm Carlos looking almost at six, six. 250. I, I just, I but never thought I'd see a baseball player that would make Stanton look He's even slightly smaller. Yeah. Even slightly smaller, you know? Mm-hmm. This guy makes Stanton look just a little bit All right, the human. real question. Can Aaron Judge beat up Giancarlo Stanton? Oh, no, no. I, give, I think uh, Stanton's got the age factor. I'll go with experience and the age. Ooh. I think in a fist fight. Yeah. A little, you know, a little more trained. I think Judge <laughs> might be like, oh, a little starstruck by seeing Stanton. Yeah, just put my dukes you up. You know what that reminded yeah, me yeah. of? <laughs> <laughs> Bob Euchre. <laughs> when he's like, when the fight breaks out amongst their own team or whatever, like it wasn't Wesley Snipes, it was the second one. Uh, Omar Epps. Omar Epps yeah. is fighting like uh, he, he's fighting um, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> the whole fight breaks out, and his old commentary is like, I don't know, uh, what do you think? It looks like he's hanging a little low on the left there. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> that stance is a little weak. Yeah, bro. I don't know, man. I, I so good. I, Damn, I'm I'm just I don't know. I, it's been a while since I got excited about you know a little baseball. Bro, somebody new. Okay, com- but the thing is, in. and here's what I want to write about the guy for being such a new school player mm-hmm. has such an old school feel of like this is a true Bronx bomber. Yeah, you understand? Roger Maris. What was all the last time you can think? What was the last time? The last Bronx bomber that you can think of? Bronx, uh, man. It, it you had know? to be like guys from the '60s, bro. That's the last time. Well, the thing is, like, I might offer a few suggestions. Because Paul O'Neill was never this big. That's I, what I'm saying. He in and was name Bernie Williams Bernie never this big, right. you know. None of those guys were as, as, See, as imposing as this guy. Roger Maris as a bronze bomber. Roger Maris used to rock said, the sleeveless man. He had the short tanks and would show off the guns, bro. That's right, I would have said Bernie Williams because I have memories of Bernie Williams just hitting fucking. He had home runs, but he level. was never the big home run hitter on yeah. that team. Um, but for some reason, I just have that in my head. Yeah, Bernie Williams. If anything, like it's kind of like how I think Beyonce is like eight feet tall. Like during that time, during the Bernie Williams. <laughs> what? Why do you think Beyonce? During the I don't Ber- know. It's just in my head. I, I picture her being during like the super Bernie tall. Williams time. I want to say that probably Tina Martinez was a bigger slugger, and then Jason Giambi. I think nice, that Giambi. the 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 closest attempt to the true Bronx bomber, it was Hideki Matsui. Oh. Because he was Godzilla. He was like that I guy guess. who came from Japan for hitting mammoth shots, and then he was supposed to come over here and do it. Yeah. Now, he did some of it. He had, a, he had a very good, successful career. So, I think that might be the closest thing, but this guy is a true fucking Bronx bomber, bro. Yeah. He is just so fucking impressive. I'm telling Everything you, that comes off the bat. Consider this weekend that homeboy had. Go ahead. Go ahead. He's the youngest uh, Yankee to have this many home runs before the All-Star break since Roger Maris. Like, this is ridiculous. This is, I'm telling you, man, we're, we're watching something real special with this guy as far as his... Not only is, is is imposing demeanor, is imposing stature, but his skill is he's batting three forty four. He's got twenty one home runs. And obviously the RBIs come with the home runs, but he's he also has a triple crown right now. Now yeah. 
The most intriguing thing about this is that this was a guy who had 95 at-bats last season. Struck hit 179. Yeah. And he was striking at a ridiculous rate. Yeah. This is a guy who was a late first-round pick, mm-hmm. but has blo- just because of pure you know, uh, genetic fucking potential, but this guy has blossomed. He's become a really good... Now, in baseball terms, this is relatively a small sample size still. This guy could very well be Jeff Francoeur, rookie of the year sensation, and then go well, on to not have yeah, the greater... Yeah, he could, but Jeff Francoeur even at his peak making the Sports Illustrated cover yeah, wasn't, wasn't at this. Right, I understand. Yeah. But you, you know what I mean. We've seen this before in baseball, right? Mm-hmm. So, this is, but he's doing it for almost half a season now, and the kid is really impressive. I'm not going to take anything away from him. But I will tell you this. On Saturday, all he does is hit the hardest ball of the StatCast era, yeah. which is like baseball's little fucking toy right now. Yeah. 121.1 miles per hour, Gus. That's the speed at which it came off of his bat. Kill someone. He follows that up with the encore on Sunday by clearing the bleachers at Yankee Stadium with a 495-foot blast. 496, I think it was. Well, StatCast says 495. Other measurements have it at 496. Doesn't matter. Point is, longest of the season and the second longest of the StatCast era. You know who the first belongs to? John Carlos. John Carlos. That's right. 504. Right. That's our boy. He's still got it. Thank God. Yeah, he's big G. I need him to keep that. That's right. But he followed that up. Aaron Judge, mm-hmm. in the very next inning, that was in the bottom of the sixth. Yeah. In the very next inning, he followed that up with a two-run jack. He was 4-4 four four yesterday with two home runs and a double. God, this man. kid is unreal right now. Hey, Much like Gary Sanchez was last season when he was tearing up the league after, yeah. he coming, after coming in. Dude, this is what's so impressive about the fucking Yankees. Honestly, they're the evil empire, but the Padres have proven to you, and the Marlins did it in 2012, that just because you spend money doesn't guarantee you wins. Yeah. Now, the Padres don't do it for as elongated a period. They only did it for that one year and then blew it up. So did the Marlins. Mm-hmm. And the Yankees are willing to be in there, but it takes more than that. It takes front office, man. It takes good. It you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. You understand that no kind of shit? Yep. Because they knew when they had the bad chips. They made that playoff run, and then in Derek Jeter's last year, it was all about him. They weren't able to make it, and then all of a sudden, last year they do the Chapman trade, which got them the best prospect in baseball, Glaber Torres, and this guy's tearing through the fucking minors. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were able to gather all this fucking talent, and even the homegrown guys like Aaron Judge like the Severino pitcher, like Gary Sanchez, these guys are now making the new Yankees who are in the first place in the AL East. And they got Chapman back anyways. <laughs> and they got Chapman back because they can still fucking whip out their penis and pay more than everybody else. Pay a bunch of cash. But I don't know, man. I'm As just, we keep talking about penis. I, I, I definitely like... I, I, I'm enjoying it, man. I've been watching more baseball this season. I've been keeping up with it a little more. Um, and it's We'd just, be robbed if we didn't see the home run. That's and that two. I'm just I was thinking I was like bro I want to see Stanton. But the thing Judge, is I, I want those two to be buddies. I want those two to be buddies. No, because I mean Bash Stanton. Brothers. No, because you Ooh, know Stanton. We need Mark Regar, Jose Canseco shit. No, bro, but he, but I'm Jose Canseco. If, if he gets, I'm Jose Canseco. If they become friends, huh. then Stanton for sure is going to be playing right field for the for the Yankees in a few. On years, top bro. of Aaron Judge. On top of Aaron Judge. They both um, can with, only play one Bryce position. Harper, on top of them. You can't put either of them in any yeah, well, other that's position. That's going to be their outfield in a few years. You can't put either of them in any Judge, other position. Although Aaron Harper. Judge would be some kind of first baseman. Dude. He catches everything. Harper, Stanton, Judge. Dude, Aaron Judge catches everything. Tell him, bro. What? He would catch everything. He'd be the fucking uh, Courtois. Huh? He'd be like, he gets to <laughs> everything. You know what I'm you saying? Can't, you can't overthrow 6'8", bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. Even fucking, even... Uh, well, oh, damn it. I fucked up the joke. Yeah, you did. Because I couldn't fucking think of the name. Damn it. Okay. What's the name? Well, the no. Cubs pitcher. Yeah, that's it. With the yips. The yips? Come no, on. Lester. He can pit throw pickoff moves to Aaron Judge. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, listen, okay? Because I know you were, you haven't asked for it, but I know what you're thinking. I did win in fantasy this week. I didn't give you the update yeah, last shut week. Up, mother. Shut up. Fuck Number it, one rated player in fantasy. You'll never guess. Aaron Judge is two. Aaron yep. Judge is two. Stop being a guess bitch. Was number one. Stalin Castro. No. Stop being a Stalin bitch. Castro. He's having a really good season. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's actually uh, 14. He's really good. Dude, Charlie Blackman is number one rated player. Yeah, the guy's, the guy's really good. Remember that I guy? Read an article he was the on other my day. team last season. I read an article the other day. I read an article the other day, and this is the only w- reason why I'm willing to entertain your, your stupidity. I read an article the other day that Charlie Blackman <laughs> might be the best center fielder in the league, not named Mike Trout. He's like that good right now. Really? Now he's he's so then right know, now he is the best player. He's the course field effect because of the thumb. Uh, he right now. I mean, uh, he's got the course field effect. Yeah, because Mark Reynolds. We is, always put a caveat on that. Nine in baseball right now. Yeah, that's crazy. And I picked him up like week two or three. It only makes sense that that guy would go to fucking. But I was, I just found that really surprising, dude. He's you know three thirty seven, fifteen really home good, runs man. and fifty three RBIs, but he's just getting on base and doing everything. So that guy's really good. Now quickly, the Marlins. Have you been watching much lately? Yeah, and if you haven't been watching the yeah. Marlins, be sure to check out Cheap Seats or our Views from the Cheap Seats, which is our little segment that we do on our website where yeah. uh, one of our writers our there Thursday writes and fixture. summarizes. Oh, well, yeah. actually, now it's it's no longer Thursday. Now it's just going to be doing it after every series. So tune in after every uh, Marlins there we go. series. There we go. There you'll, so the new one's up today, we recapping the Pirates series. So you get more, uh, more content. So if you missed the game, you want to know how it unfolded, you want a little recap, mix in with a little opinion and hot take, go on there, check it out. And uh, it's really good stuff. So sit back. It's good, good, uh, good. John Reed. Okay. I'm so happy with the Marlins right now, man. You like it? Oh yeah. You like what you're seeing? I do. I don't know. I don't know that you can be happy with them, considering happy, that man. They're, they're, the overall result has been disappointing. Yeah. Because right now they don't get to be in it as well as they're playing lately. I know, but I mean, the pitching they, has gotten a little bit better. They've turned it around for the most part. That's right? true. The starting pitching is still not great. The turned bullpen has been lackluster. We're 11 games out of first. How do you? Okay, consider really no, 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 no. I think that's we had not what I'm saying. Horrible month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's I think what I'm saying. We had a horrible month, and what we're doing Gus a is saying better. is consider the last couple weeks. Consider the last couple weeks. They've I'd been say, playing yeah. good baseball, and they've been scoring. The offense has been on fire. Now, the disappointing part of that is that two of the biggest contributors to that offense being on fire, John Carlos Stanton, who is having a great season, and Justin Bohr, yeah. who really turned around a slow start to the season, mm-hmm. they both seem to be a little hurt right now. Yeah, Justin Bohr, an ankle that's uh, keeping him on the 10-day DL, and the other day, did you see the actual injury? To Giancarlo Sen. Yeah, hitting the wrist. Yeah, hitting the right, oh, like, yeah, yeah. in yeah. the right wrist as he was trying to check his swing. Dude, really bad. It was, it was kind of, and the thing is, you watch that thing, and considering Giancarlo Sen's history, you don't want to think it, but you're like, I mean, he's fucked, right? Yeah. Because this is the same guy who the bone chips, the bone spurs in the fucking, uh, uh, in his knee. Yeah. That one took him out for a while. Yeah, the ball in the face, obviously. The fucking hammy bone on his hand. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? I didn't even know what that was. A total. Totally, a totally yeah. useless yeah, bone in your hand. Yeah. One that is completely unnecessary keeps this guy out for most of the fucking season. Yeah. I mean, like, I took a risk human evolution season. catch up. I took a risk this season. I drafted him in my fantasy team, so I'm kind of... Well, he's paying it. off. But yeah, but also, he's I, been really I'm scared good. this injury is going to do. But no, man, I'm... I'm, I'm well, I'm, he pinched hit last night. I'm going to double down on my... Marlins. Or yesterday. I think the Marlins... This is still a disappointment. I think they've had a good little run... But yeah. it's not a turnaround yet. I'm not even going to come close to that. No, this the, team is way too talented. It won't be a turnaround until they win the World Series. No, not That's a true. World Series. Results no, or else. Not World Listen Series. But, dude, we're still 10 and a half out of the wild card. We're, we're still under 500. We got a good little stretch now. But yeah. the long stretch that where we were horrible to still, you know, is, 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 is uh, casting in, in a huge sports, shadow. In sports, on, if you're not going to be good. Right now. In sports, if you're not going to be good, you at least have to see interesting. 
You yeah. at least have to be interested. The last and the week, Marlins are that. The last week, yeah, you could say that. But well, then, even even on the slow stretch, the Marlins have particular pieces Marlins have been that you can like watch three weeks already, man. That's, that's, I feel me. like it's USA Soccer. Not again. true. We got we have a very talented true. team, not man. True. We should have we're, we're underachieving. Take a look again, man. John Carlos Sen. John Carlos Sen. Marcelo Zuna. Justin Bohr. Yeah. JT Ramuto. Yeah. Four guys who Yelich. are putting up legitimate numbers. I'm not talking about yeah. the effect of looter and a riot. I'm talking about legitimate numbers. Compare yeah. them to the rest of the league. Yeah. Those are good players. So and why a is reason it to not watch this transferring team. in wins and losses? Because scoring six runs against the Pirates on Saturday were still not enough to win you a game. Because David Phelps gives up three in the bottom of the eighth. So I or in the bottom of the seventh. How long till we can address not those, what I'm those, saying. Those, those, not what I'm saying. I'm not issues. arguing obviously with you about the record. Our, not arguing with you about the record. Yeah. I'm telling you there are still interesting pieces on this team and a yeah. reason to watch. Of course, there's going to be interesting pieces. That's but not the Pulisic effect. It's, it's, They're legit good. No, I'm, I'm just saying, look, if, if we have issues in this team, obviously the pitching has been issues and there's been some, some problems with them. I think we need to address it. And how long is it going to take till we finally address it? Because Phelps has looked like a shell of what he was. True. You know, Ramos has been, eh. You know, he hasn't we, we don't much save opportunity. Exactly. So, but those are issues. Like, how long are we going to keep? Once like, again, once again, I putting urge a band-aid you, over it. Okay, but once again, I urge you not to consider the absolute. Of <sighs> okay, it's true, man. How many I want, times? No, consider consider today. the case by case basis. Uh huh. This off season, the Marlins went through something traumatic and losing their ace. Okay, I understand. a generational type talent. And mm-hmm. then they went out and they take a look at the market. Believe what you want about Jeffrey Loria. And we all fucking hate him here. Yeah. It's, it's unanimous. Believe what you want. But the Marlins took at the market and they signed Edinson Volkes. Who else was out there? And not only who else was out there, but even if they had been out there, how long have we been spending time spanking these fucking teams and arguing the stupidity of signing all these big pitchers like David Price, like Justin Verlander, I know, I know. like Homer Bailey, I get to these that. huge I get ass that. contracts. I get that, but what so happened? So when you look at it, it can't just be no, no, no. get better pitching. No, I'm not saying consider what get, was out there. I'm not saying you know? get better pitching. I think Edison Volquez in the last three starts or was it four starts? He's, he's been shown, really good. He's yeah. shown that he's yeah. really good. He's no Wee and Chan. You know, right. I, I get that. Even don't, though he went oh, why why he went over seven and uh, he went, you know he started off zero and seven on the season, but he's turned it around. He has turned it around because you can see it from the no hitter and the, yep. the game before that. Uh-huh. He's played really well. But my issue is with the guys that were here last season, not the new acquisitions to tip, but the guys that we counted on last season, mm-hmm. totally just caca pee pee, bro. It's all you can do, in baseball, all you can do is try to judge future production on past uh, on past results. David Phelps was good last year, and you thought that he could give you maybe the seventh or the eighth inning. Yeah. Uh, What's going Kyle on? Kyle Bearclaw was really good last season. He hasn't been good. What, He's what, been walking and, up a storm. And that's what then I'm saying. Then you sign two guys Address who are supposed issues. to be good for you. And Janichi Tazawa. And you, you get Brad Ziegler. You get some of these guys oh, who are supposed to be good for you. Oh, we got a batting practice picture. Here we go. That guy so sucks, get, dude. Dude, they were, supposed to, they were supposed to put together a good bullpen. And it's been a little disappointing this season. I, I'll I, give you that. I, I, but I'm, I'm, my, my, like I said, my issue is not with the new signings. I understand sometimes you miss on that. My issue is what were the guys doing successful last year that they're not doing this year, and why can't we address it and try to find a solution for that? We're already, like you said, past the, the Memorial Day yeah. poll. We're more fair, than a quarter of the season through. We really now, we yeah. can't be having those to issues. To be fair, be like and that. I'm not saying that this should be the barometer of success, mm-hmm. but to be fair, David Phelps, before giving up those three runs on Saturday, mm-hmm. He has kind of turned the season around. He has a sub three eighty RA, and he he has kind of been better for them. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I just don't feel like now the team pitching is just <laughs> whatever. Watch your Marlins tomorrow. The A's come to town. When was the last time you saw the A's? Tonight. No, tomorrow. Oh, they play tonight. They don't play tonight. Pretty sure they play tonight. Definitely not. No. Okay, go on. So 
It's a two-game series starting tomorrow. Oh, okay. I thought it was. Yeah, I might actually go to the game tomorrow. Yeah? Yeah, I might. I was when was the last time you said you got to say the uh, the A's? I've actually seen the A's play a couple times. What time did yeah? they play tomorrow? Yeah. Um, 7 o'clock game. 7 o'clock game. Must be. Yeah. I saw okay. the A's play a couple. I actually saw the I saw Eric Chavez. Ooh, that guy? Yeah, of course. The, I baseball. saw him play against the Nationals up in D.C. one time Dang. when he was on Oakland. I remember those old Oakland Do you remember teams. him as a Yankee? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of weird. Yep. Kind of weird as a Yankee. Hold on. I got my Oakland hat. I name might just wear me, that. Name me. You, I uh-huh. want you to name me two, uh-huh. maybe three A's players. Don't, don't. I'm not, I'm not. Don't go to the computer. Uh-huh. From right now? Gus, I want you to name me one. From right now? Yeah, you go first. Oh, man. I, don't know. I quit. Oh, I can give you two. Uh, I mean, I know who you're going to give me. Billy Butler? Is he still on the team? What, Country Breakfast? Yeah. I don't think he's still on the team. No? Billy Bean. I don't know. No, well, Billy Sonny Bean. Gray's one. I know <laughs> yeah. Sonny Gray. Yeah. He's because I got him on my yeah. fantasy team. I thought for sure you were going to give me who? the first baseman. Oh, what's his? Oh. Forgot. You yes. know who he is. Wait. Oh. Where's Coco Crisp? He's on him. I mean, he was in Cleveland. I don't, I don't fucking know. Uh, Yonder Alonso. Oh, yeah, the, the Cuban the first kid. Baseman. Yeah, the he's Cuban the, the Cuban kid. Love yeah. that man. From the U? Who else is on the team? Look at this team. I haven't, I haven't taken a... Taken a Oh, John Axford is on the team. Wow. Dallas Braden. Dallas Braden's still on that team? Yeah, he's on there. Yeah. Wow, Ryan the, Madsen. Wait, wait. The Giambi brothers? Giambi brothers still on that team? Giambi <laughs> brothers yeah. are still on there. Yeah. Uh, Jermaine Dye. Look at oh, that. Yeah, Jermaine yeah, yeah. Dye is on there. He's looking good. Jason Kendall's catching. Oh, yeah. They still got that? Yeah. They still got that Jose Canseco on that team? Jose Canseco. Tony Russo. Uh, Tony Russo still their manager on, on that team? Hold on. Let me zoom in here. There's a guy, McGuire. He's a first baseman. Oh, Seems to be go. pretty good. I don't know that guy. You guys have officially named every single uh, Oakland athletic that I've ever known. Ever <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all you got? <laughs> they got that... Uh, Rajay Davis is on that team. They got that Hattersburg? Matt Joyce. They got oh, that Hattersburg? Yeah, they got Chris Pratt on the team. They got that Hattersburg Chris on that team? Chris Pratt is on it. Um, yeah, okay, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt on that team. Who else huh? is on there? Yeah. Yeah, they um, got that Carlos Pena on that team? David Justice. Ooh. Never heard of that guy? I remember oh, that guy. Man. Never heard of him. I didn't know he played at Yeah, Oakland. but can he get on base? Yeah, can he get on base? Never heard of him. I did not know he played at Oakland. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, remember yeah, him as a Brave and a Yankee. David Justice, is, I think, has the record for most All-Star Game appearances. I'm not All-Star Game. Playoff appearances in a row. Like consecutive seasons making the playoffs. And he did it with yeah. like four teams. Yeah. He did it with the. It started mm-hmm. with the Braves, then he switched to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. No, so Braves. I think it was Braves, Indians, Yankees, and then A's. Damn. He went on a, with four different teams, made the playoffs for like something like ten or twelve years. Yeah, he went great, great. So that's awesome. So, yeah. I was a fan of that guy. So Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt's on that team. Chris Pratt. Chris yeah. Pratt. That was my favorite guy on the team. Yeah, and uh, the coach. What was his name? Um, uh, the Capote guy. Oh, uh, uh, that guy's name. You know, you mm-hmm. know the guy. Let it rain. That guy. Oh, oh the actor. Yeah. Oh, that guy. I forget. Oh, that guy. It'll come to me. Jack Black. Anyway. Uh, oh. Raindrops. <laughs> Raindrops. <laughs> All right. I got my baseball talking. I feel good. You guys satisfied? Totes. You, oh, you wanted to say your, your boy. Your, your no, boy actually, toy. this will be, and I, 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 I do want to write about Aaron Judge, but I feel the more pertinent matter right now is the fact of uh, Rafael Nadal and how dominant he has been. Mm-hmm. This is unlike anything we've ever seen, I, I, I believe. Have you ever seen one single player be more dominant in any one single event? This is unbelievable, man. He's what, won 10 now, 10 French He's Opens? He's won 10 French Opens. I don't know how many, and uh, for how many Wimbledons does uh, this guy have. Who? Roger uh, Federer? Federer. Like, I think that's the one he's won the I most, I want to say right? seven. Maybe seven. five, six, seven. I'm going to guess six. I don't know. You, you totally blindsided me with that one. But I will say this. 
Nadal is not just a clay court guy. Mm-hmm. He has won every other event. Uh, he's been to plenty of finals. Yeah. And consider this. Has anybody, even if you're willing to say, okay, out of his 15 majors, which he now passed Pete Sampras with 14 for second of all time. Mm-hmm. Behind, of course, uh, Roger Federer's 18. By the way, Federer's 7 Wimbledon. So yeah, that's what I impressive. thought. Yeah. So, really yes. impressive. Of course it is. Tennis. Has any... Dude, no one has ever done anything like this. But is anybody as uh, as dominant? You understand? Like, okay, we want to we want to say, I, I don't I don't I, I, I honestly don't even know how to fucking vocalize this. We want to you say you don't have words. Some people some people would <laughs> like to say, okay, fifteen majors, but ten of them are Roland Garros. Yeah, but so the fuck what? Yeah. Pencil that guy in for the win every year. You um, got to be kidding me. A major is a major. No, and it's not just a major is a major. It's one? just like that's his major and yeah. take it from him. You can take Wimbledon from Federer. People have yeah. done it. You can take, you know, the U.S. Open from, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Novak Djokovic, you know? Yeah. But take the French Open from Nadal? Impossible. He's yeah, only I lost mean, twice. How many? Only lost twice. And one of them was in the semis to Novak Djokovic. And that was around the time that he was declining because of his uh, uh, physical ability. And the one was the, the stunner to... Okay, so he won, he won five, six, seven, eight. Didn't win it in nine. Right. I don't know if he lost it or anything. I just that was he the one that he lost. To, I think Thomas Burdick. No, no. Actually, whatever. nine was when Federer won. Sorry. Um, Is that the 10, only 11, one? 12, 13. So he won four more after that. Yeah. Uh, the 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So five more straight after that, and right. then has hadn't won it since 14. So he hadn't won it in three years. Is right. 2009 so he the lost only one that Federer won? Couldn't participate. Yeah. Lost and couldn't participate. Is 2009 the only one that Federer won? Yeah. He's only won one French Open, right? Yeah. Federer so only won one French, seven um, Wimbledon's, Wimbledon's, but. In all fairness, Nadal's only won one Australian Open yeah. and two, now he's been, two he, Wimbledons and two But he's Open. been to so many finals. Off the top of my yeah. head, he lost this final to Roger Federer at the, begin, uh, the Australian Open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember him losing. He's def, he definitely lost a final in the Australian Open to Novak Djokovic. Wow. Fed has five in the Open, five Australian Open, five U.S. Opens, and then the seven Wimbledons and one French. Yeah. Damn. Uh, That's still very impressive. No, no. They're both all-time, obviously. Yeah. And they're really impressive. But I, I do want to write about this, and I will. I would be an idiot to try to tackle and put this thing into a historical perspective because it's such a daunting task. But he, I, I believe that this, this needs to be celebrated in a major way. Yeah. I like it. It was so impressive, man. Did you watch it? Sammy Brinker didn't stand the chance. It was uh, art I was, out I was, there, man. I, I, I don't know what I was doing. I was At one point, you were getting ready for the bottle concert? Yeah. At one point. By watch. the way, you too, yesterday. Yeah. Legitness? Very much so legitness, bro. They they won a hell of a show, man. It was it was the first time watching. That was by far the biggest act I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So the whole um how do you say the Stage. budget oh, okay. for production the, pr- value? the production value, I guess. Oh, because yeah, yeah. this is a huge budget, because this mm-hmm. is by far the biggest group I've ever seen uh do something nice. I mean, they were headlining a stadium tour. They're not playing American Airlines Arena. They played Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Few rock bands can do that. Exactly. Anymore. And the, yeah. I'm telling you, the place was packed to the brim. They packed the, all the seats were taken, and then the floor was all full. Um, that kind of production value, the stuff I saw there, it was the visuals were great. The yep. sounds, the acoustics, everything was just. It was like just wow. I, I didn't see anything like that. You know, yeah. I thought it was cool when I saw. I think like Limp Bizkit yeah. come out the of stage? a robot back in the 90s. God, I thought that was cool. The stage but, looked yeah, huge. It looked it like it was from sideline to sideline. Yeah, Dude, yeah, it, it really was. It was a massive stage. They had this giant uh, jumbotron. It was just everything was great. It was really really cool. And I just I was just taken back by the whole like wow, this is what money can do. Yeah. This is what money can yeah. do. You know, but 
it still sounded great, and, and the price wasn't too bad, too much. You know, it's YouTube, man. It's pretty cool. So it was a good night. So yeah, I enjoyed awesome. it. I was contemplating selling those tickets. I did put them up for sale, but then I took them down. So I'm glad I glad I uh, got to go to the show. So definitely highly recommend it. But anyway, um, I got nothing else. Gus? No, no. I'm Any good. final words? Parting thoughts? I'm good to go. Still thinking about more penis people. Cavs and seven. Okay. Own that. Own that. I'm owning that. Let's go. Either way, LeBron, though. LeBron. He, he, he bought himself in a, another year in the conversation. Yeah, Kyrie bought it for him. Yeah. Thanks, Kyrie. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs>